93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, here we are on Wednesday, October 23rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. There's a developing story. Police in southeastern England say 39 people were found dead in a truck container believed to have come from Bulgaria. A 25-year-old man from Northern Ireland has been arrested on suspicion of murder. Authorities are in the process of trying to identify the 38 adults and one teenager. It's expected, obviously, to be a lengthy process. The truck entered the country through the Welsh port of Hollyhead on Saturday, October 19th. A regular ferry service connects Hollyhead and the Irish capital, Dublin. A cordon has been put in place around Waterglade Industrial Park in Thurrock, which remains closed. So that's all the information right now. 39 people found dead in this truck uh, and police are out on the scene investigating. Wow, and somebody, and then they're holding a person for yep. murder. That's pretty wild. So, I mean, I've heard, of, I've heard of people like suffocating that are being smuggled, smuggled before, but it sounds like that's this might be a little different than that. Yeah, and, and I feel like there's always like some, I mean, this sounds terrible, but somebody that might still be alive, like these people right. are all dead. Wow. Okay. A suspect has been arrested in connection with the shooting death of a toddler in Philadelphia over the weekend. One of two suspects has been taken into custody in Chester Tuesday evening. Gunfire rang out at 3.30 Sunday inside a home along the 3300 block of North Water Street in North Philadelphia. According to Philadelphia police, the shooter opened fire on a residence from outside, hitting two-year-old Nicolette Rivera in the back of the head. The child died in her mother's arms at the scene. The 24-year-old mother of the child was also shot once in the right side of her head and once in the back. She's expected to survive. Police say a 33-year-old man, a contractor who was cleaning the carpets inside the home, was also shot in the stomach. He's listed in critical but stable condition at this time. The suspect is in police custody, uh, but they have not yet identified him or released his identity. Less than 24 hours before the shooting on North Water Street, an 11-month-old boy was also shot inside a vehicle. Police are still searching for that shooter. A $30,000 reward was being offered for an arrest in the shootings. Philadelphia police also served a warrant at a home on the 2000 block of Edgemont in Chester late Tuesday nights. Uh, to say bags of evidence were taken from the home, but it's not clear exactly what was found. I was watching this documentary about Chicago and how bad it is there, and uh, it's common practice for uh, mothers in certain areas to have their children sleep inside the bathtub. Because of this? Yes. Oh, God. Because of bullets coming through the wall. So sad. Poor little two-year-old. Court documents obtained exclusively by Action News outline the details of a violent burglary that forced Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox to grab a shotgun, forcing the suspect to flee and lead police on a pursuit. A blue tarp still covers the front door of Cox's Mullica Hill home. Uh, The incident happened last week. According to court documents, Corbin Naima uh, showed up at Cox's house looking for his ex-girlfriend. He allegedly damaged her vehicle before attempting to forcibly enter the home by throwing rocks through the front door. Court documents show uh, also reveal surveillance cameras at Cox's home, capturing Naima walking around the exterior of the property with a baseball bat and attempting to enter the garage multiple times. After Cox armed with uh, armed himself with a shotgun, he called police, reporting a man attempting to break into his home. Uh, Naima fled in his Porsche SUV. The affidavit of probable cause says a police pursuit began, but due to erratic driving and identification of the suspect, the pursuit ended at the Commodore Barry Bridge. U.S. Marshals captured him late last week. He didn't comment to 6ABC about specifics, but said that much of what is in the criminal complaint is true. He said he wanted to talk to his ex-girlfriend and believed that they were working on rekindling a romance. It sounded like a rekindling effort, didn't it? Yeah. Did they identify the ex-girlfriend? Uh, they did not identify the ex-girlfriend. I don't think it's the one we know. Okay. That, no, but uh, Fletcher Cox was... might want to start dating people that are single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would help, mm-hmm. certainly. Mm-hmm. A temporary restraining order has been granted to uh, the former girlfriend. Though he has good taste. 
He allegedly sent her a photo uh, by text while brandishing a firearm after the police pursuit. Uh, Naima is expected to appear in court later this month. I think the one we know was married to? Was. Yeah, she was married. They were in North Carolina, were they not? They were, yeah, yeah, but I I believe she's back in our area. This is a boyfriend-girlfriend thing, not a husband-wife thing. So he's he's heading in the right direction. (laughs) He's just not quite One day, perhaps, single women. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Baby Baby, steps. Yeah, baby steps. I think the next step is somebody fresh off of a breakup. Right, right. right. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then yeah. somebody who's just plain out single. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's working on it. Yep. All right, in sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. In the World Series opener, Juan Soto hit a home run onto the train tracks above left the field above the left field wall and hit a two-run double as the Washington Nationals beat Garrett Cole and the Astros 5-4 last night in Houston. Hey. I don't give a f- Ryan Zimmerman also hit a home run to back Max Scherzer and lead the wildcard Nationals to their first World Series appearance, a franchise that began as the Montreal Expos in 1969. <laughs> the Nationals ended Cole's 19-game winning streak that stretched back 25 starts to May. Game two is tonight in Houston, and Steven Strasburg will get the start for the Nats while Justin Verlander will pitch for Houston. Game time is at 8.07. Al Horford, the 33-year-old veteran, is entering his 13th NBA season on his third team and will make his debut with the Sixers tonight against his former team, the Boston Celtics. Tip-off for the season opener in South Philly tonight is set for 7.30. And the Flyers are off until tomorrow night when they'll travel to Chicago to play the Blackhawks. Hawks. <laughs> seven games into one the hawk. Se- Yeah, one hawk. The, uh, seven games into the season, the Flyers are Three, three, and one. While the Blackhawks are two, three, and two, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, sir. I didn't mean to giggle in uh, sports, but uh, the guy Juan who hit a home run. Yeah. One, uh, Pete Holmes has a bit where if, if they play in a soccer team with a guy named Juan, and says, "Hey." We won one, one, <laughs> and other names that rhyme with other words like that. So anyway, like, that's why I was giggling. Good morning, welcome to Wednesday. Yes, Wednesdays are good. They're midweek, and uh, we try to goose uh, things a little bit for you to make the uh, the pain a little less. And uh, you know, because Wednesday's just kind of a sucky day generally. But we always have a secret text word, and today we have a chance for you to win a four pack of tickets to join us for the Preston and Steve night at a happy place. Oh, yes. Happiness. King of Prussia Mall. That's good. You enjoyed it. It was fun. Casey, you enjoyed it? Yes. Casey's still posting pictures. I did. Casey and I took different approaches when it came to the Instagram uh, method on a happy place. I did them all in one shot. I did one of those where you swipe and and you post 10 pictures. Yeah. Casey's rolling them out slowly (laughs) over several days. Slowly but surely. Yeah. 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 So there's Uh, two different approaches here. I did a burst of happiness. Yes. Casey does an unending stream of happiness. Those are both good things. You shot your happiness load in one shot. I shot it in one (laughs) shot. Mm -hmm. So wait, we're all all going to this together, right? I don't know. Uh, So I just know what it says This copy would make you think. Right. Yes, we're all oh, going to be there on this. We were all prepared for an appearance Thursday night that apparently I just found out isn't happening. It's so. supposed to be a whole show appearance for this thing, though, for, for Happy Place. Well, well when I'll you said you it, I, I looked at my calendar and I put it on there because I was like, oh, yeah, I, I need to. Let me, you know what? So it's wait, on mine. Pull it's up mine. it's I on have, your calendar, Nick? It's it on is. mine. All right, yeah. what, what's the date? Uh, November. November the 14th. Yeah. And, yeah, what? it's on mine as well. I can't go to that. Oh, I was going to say it would be nice an, to get a show picture. I have an eye appointment, oh. and then I have to go to the March of Dimes uh, culinary event oh. that I go to. You getting to your hair did? So I'll probably for that, yeah. 
Uh, so, yeah. Well, Sorry, if you guys. look like Preston, come out. You can be a stand-in in our we'll show. We'll just bring a cardboard card out like we did to the, uh, the blood drive. It says here we're going with Brian and Meredith to the March of Dimes culinary event at oh. uh, 5 p.m. They, so. They'll understand that you won't be able to make it. It's a charity work. event. Yeah, you got to work. That, so. uh, I, I have to, they'll understand if I don't go to that? Yeah. Uh, I know Mary. My wife won't understand if I don't go to that. <laughs> Your wife will not understand. We'll work this out later. It'll be, it'll be How fine. about off the air? We can talk about uh, it. Yeah, we could do that. So uh, apparently this is coming up Thursday, November 14th. Some of the show will be there. I'll uh, be there. So you can uh, text the words. Well, that's worth the price of admission alone. Steve Morrison <laughs> will be there. You can text the word secret to 39333. We'll bounce a word back to you. Later on, we'll ask you to call in with that word. And uh, we'll also grab a random texter as well. It's a happy place. And uh, it is a really cool joint. So uh, it's at the King of Prussia Mall. And we will get that all set up for you today on the program. We're going live on Fox Good Day. Uh, we have ladies from Delilah's who are going to be on the program. Do we have another guest or do we know yet? We do not. No, he's traveling. So uh, he's okay. going to reschedule. All right. That's Michael Giacchino. Yeah. We're planning on having him on, but uh, we'll get him at another time. Yes. Uh, so we also have a trip to L.A. The premiere of Midway is coming up on Tuesday, November 5th, and we can send you to the left coast. Get yourself set for that. You'll need the letter of the day. At the end of today's program, we'll give that away on Friday. This is, this is our fourth trip in a row, right? Yep, fourth trip to Los Angeles. Unbelievable. And we got uh, beer and movie passes and all these other things to give away. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. We will get into the entertainment report with a stupid question to kick it off. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question this morning. We have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see Steely Dan. They're coming to town for three shows. November 8th is the show that we're giving away tickets for. They'll be here the 6th, the 8th, and the 9th at the Met. And the question I have for you this morning, uh, pretty easy. If you know your big buildings, uh, the Petronas Towers are in what city? 215, or I'm sorry, what country? 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if, you know, you can do city or country, either one. I'll Whatever you want. All right, so the Petronas Towers are where? 215-263-WMMR. Birthdays today on Wednesday, October 23rd include the great Pele. Uh, Pele is 79 years old today. Brazilian soccer, soccer legend. Did you ever see the the movie that was made about his I life? I did, yeah. I enjoyed it. was good. It, it was very good. Yeah. And he qualifies, clearly qualifies as GOAT status. I didn't know how... Um, uh, groundbreaking his style was. Yes, yeah, yeah. That apparently the, that uh, the way he played was frowned upon. It was considered kind of showy and Sloppy, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was got it done. Unbelievable talent and changed the face of the game of soccer. The movie's victory uh, for for oh, a, I love that movie. Yeah, as a child, I don't know why I watched it. It moves so slow and the pacing was so like. I, it, it not for it, it wasn't made for a kid of my age, right? You like Rambo, right? <laughs> I do like Rambo. Like, yes, yeah. it's got it's got soccer in it. <laughs> got like one soccer game in it. Um, but uh, well, it's cool though. They also have that. <laughs> I think it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's got a cool. I yeah. liked victory. The point I, I want to make. Yeah. The point I'm trying to make. Yeah, is we'll the, make it. Is the, go ahead. 
the rainbow kick at the end oh, was something that we had tried to do over. And I wasn't a soccer guy. I was yeah. a little football, baseball kid. But yeah, yeah. that flip kick at the end. Of it's the, amazing. It's amazing. And they and they yeah. show it like three times in slow motion. Yeah. And he just, boom, puts it yeah. in. And Pele, was, he, he acted really well in the He film. did. Didn't he do a uh, series of Pepsi commercials where he did that as well? That famous move? He might have. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, he just ruled the world. 79 today. Another great uh, athlete. Chichi Rodriguez, Hall of Fame golfer, 84. Boy, was he a lot of fun to watch play. You ever go to the uh, Senior PGA Tour, Preston? You ever no. Seen it? <laughs> it's, it's really fun. They're more accessible than in the regular PGA Tour. They're, they're, they get a lot of crowd interaction. And I saw one. There was uh, Chester Valley uh, hosted the PGA, Senior PGA, a few years ago. And he was there, and he did the whole thing with the... The, the sword, the, the sword, and, yeah. the, and the golf club. It was really cool, and he just was fun and funny and engaging. It was uh, Lee Trevino was there, Jack Nicholas. It was great. When Chi-Chi would uh, would make a birdie, he would use his putter as a sword at the hole and, and pretend <laughs> like he was fighting it. And uh, they're it all was, having a good time, a little more really relaxed, good. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's eighty four today. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al is turned butter once or twice. <laughs> Celebrating his sixtieth uh, birthday today. I wonder if that version, uh, his comedy version, actually equaled or where it stands as far as sales concern, uh, as opposed to the original Coolio Gangsters Paradise. Gangsters Paradise, because Coolio was pissed off about this. Version. He was mad about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Dwight Yoakam, country music star and actor. Uh, he's been in some really good movies, Sling Blade. He's really good in Sling Blade. He's he's uh, disgusting. Yeah, he's yeah, horrible. He's yeah. ap- absolutely reprehensible. He was in uh, uh, Safe Room and uh, Wedding Crashers. In the beginning of Wedding Crashers, yeah, he's he's a decent actor. He's sixty three today. Robert Trillo, bassist of Metallica, yeah! is fifty five years old today, and uh, he's uh, you know he's the he's the Youngest member, and I don't know age-wise, but uh, as far as being in the band, he right. replaced, uh, who did he replace? Oh, my Jason, God. Uh, Newstead? Jason Newstead. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, who took over after Cliff, right. their original bassist, had died in a bus accident. But uh, Robert's a nice guy. We've uh, we've had interactions with him before. Jose interviewed him. <laughs> he did. He sent Jose yeah. to do an interview <laughs> with him. Mr. Rob from Metallic. And yeah. he's a super nice guy. Very so insightful interview. Yeah. 55 today. Ang Lee, director, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Life Gemini of Pi, Brokeback Mountain. What's that? Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Oh. Uh, the, the Will Smith. Yeah, not doing so well. Didn't, no, in fact, they're calling it a, a full-blown bomb. It led, they were. It was $80 million below their projected box office. Mm. Uh, well, Ang's probably not too happy. He's but not happy. Birthday, he's 65. Another director, Sam Raimi, is uh, 60 today. So there's talk of him going back and doing a uh, another uh, Evil Dead movie. What do you think about that? I'm on the fence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I so I love the first Evil Dead. Uh, you know, he when he does like Drag Me to Hell, which is you you know you're going <laughs> it's just excess. It's going to yeah. be fun. Uh, my favorite version of the Evil Dead is the first version because it's just so brutal and it's so yep. over the top. The second one's basically a remake. Yep. Uh, with a lot more comedy. Yep. The third one has a ton of comedy. Uh, I, I, they're enjoyable, but uh, I maybe would really they, like to see him just apply fully to horror. Maybe reel back and make it serious. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, who knows? He's 60 today. Hey, Ryan Reynolds has his birthday. 
And what's not to love about that guy? Uh, he's 43 years old. They've been running the Green Lantern like crazy for some reason. Yeah. I, I watched it, yeah. uh, part of it, the other day. And, uh, yeah, it's not his best work. It's not uh, the best superhero movie. You cannot watch it, though, now at this point without thinking of the um, post-credit sequence in, in uh, Deadpool 2. When he shoots himself in the head while he's reading the contract. <laughs> yeah. But I do enjoy seeing Blake Lively in that movie. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's 43 today. Nancy Grace of CNN is 60. It says disputed. <laughs> it's, so uh, yes. Don't really know. It's never been confirmed, by the way. Every time you report on her birthday, it's mm-hmm. always disputed. Uh, Amelia Clark, Daenerys Targaryen, uh, is 33 years old today. She's uh, uh, super... Super cute and fun. I follow her on Instagram. She always posts fun stuff. She's got a new uh, Christmas movie coming out, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she and does. And it looks like it's comedy and dark comedy. It's the, it's, her co-star is the lead. He's a, he's a fairly new actor from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, good looking yeah. dude. Really good looking dude. And it looks like a Hallmark movie. It does. Yeah, I'll watch it, agree. though. I know, You yeah. just gave the, every reason I should watch it. <laughs> Uh, so she's 33 today. Uh, Megan McCain, author, TV host, uh, daughter of late Senator John McCain, is uh, 35. She technically sits furthest away from the Whoopi fart chair on the View. <laughs> oh my god! Come on, opposite ends. Yeah, opposite ends. Now Whoopi on the View currently is sporting her hairdo from the stand. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. She's then. playing. Um, I can't believe I'm having a Mother brain Abigail. Fart. Mother Abigail. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's Whoop. got like a. She's got, like, she's got these uh, like uh, white sort of uh, dreads or you know, okay. you know. By the way, I was uh, we we had, we played our gig on Friday night at the Broken Goblet. Oh. There were a couple of super fans over there. These guys, yeah, and they were doing the. Whoop. They were trying to get me to do it. I'm like, I can't do it. Can't as good as Steve it. does. There's nothing I can't, on here. I can't hit that high. Uh, so uh, Megan McCain, 35, and the last birthday, Ireland. Baldwin is uh, 24 years old today. So. Uh, she was very good at her father's roast. A lot uh, of funny stuff. Yes. Hey, hang on a second. Here's the here's the infamous clip. I want to tell you something, okay? And I want to leave a message for you. Oh, this is two minutes long. I'm not going to no. sit through Oh, you don't want to sit through that? That lousy audio. But uh, anyhow, that was the, the rude little pig uh, audio. Uh, she is 24 today. So happy birthday. Let's see if somebody has the answer to this question. Um, the Petronas Towers are where? What part of the world? 215-263, and not what hemisphere or anything like that. (laughs) 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we will go to Carol for the answer. Hey, Carol, good morning. What's up, bitches? Yo, bitch. Uh, do me a favor and tell me where the Petronas Towers are. Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Yeah, Kuala Lumpur. Hang on a second, Carol. We're going to get your information. I've always wanted to see those buildings in purpose. Or in purpose. In person. They, they look are, amazing. They are really unique and cool. They're kind of this greenish color. And they've got the uh, uh, the catwalk that goes between them. Yes, the catwalk. No, yeah. the, uh, you know they designed that so it can move because they're so tall that the, the wind with the buildings shifts them back and forth. So that catwalk, yeah, the catwalk right in the middle, <laughs> it, it actually um, shifts back and forth along with the movement of the buildings. All right, two Whoa. things. Every time I hear Malaysia, I think of Owen Wilson and Zoolander calling it the the prime minister of clay the claymation dude uh from malaysia but last night on jeopardy did you see they had a question about um there's this bridge no i didn't see okay it. so it's wild preston so the instead of like a draw bridge the bridge spit turns around for ships going underneath it so the bridge has this wild design uh-uh. and it and it sort of it it, it rotates 
Uh, it, it's the weirdest construction I've, I've ever seen, like, but it's amazing. I've seen them rotate like sideways, but you're kind of motioning as if it goes like yeah, on yeah, upside it, down. Weird. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, it's cool. It's, it's like the claymation bridge here. Uh, so Carol is going to get tickets to see Steely Dan Friday, November 8th, the Met in Philly, and part of the epic three-night stand that they're doing at the Met. Uh, November 6th, 8th, and 9th, and the show on the 9th is sold out. Some tickets for the 6th and 8th are still available via Ticketmaster.com, and you can get complete details at WMMR.com. Well, the pressure is on for Lori Laughlin and uh, Mossimo Giannulli to change their plea to guilty in the college admissions case. Prosecutors were threatening to add charges in the case if accused parents don't agree to cop a plea deal. The threats of new charges turned into a reality on Tuesday when the pair and a dozen other parents uh, were hit by the new bribery charges. Uh, Experts say that the new charges show that the prosecutors mean business and will be pursuing more serious charges. In all, 29 of the 52 charges have pleaded guilty, and sentences have ranged from probation to five months behind bars. Uh, some of the pleas have been trickling in in the recent days with uh, four additional parents agreeing to uh, plead guilty on money, but uh, several of them are holding out. They're holding out. Yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of things I was reading about the case and what has happened in the case over the past couple of months. They be- <laughs> they believe there's a strong, um, uh, at least on their side, strong information that suggests that the school, um, that it was sort of vague as far as what they were doing and that, and that it was common practice for people who had absolutely no training in these sports to come in, and the school actually had flyers up, and and they're going to try to work that angle, um, and we'll see if their good lawyers can do that. But my guess would be is that, as you said, they're adding on these extra bribery charges. They're looking to really nail them, so it might be wise just to take the plea and see what you get. Uh, CBS reports that some parents have learned that prosecutors are considering adding charges of federal bribery to the current charges, so I, uh, I don't know how they figure that out. And they don't want to put, you know, and. Becky in uh, in jail for 40 years, so uh, they're, they're looking for a happy medium. Yeah, yep. Uh, Kylie Jenner, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to. To report on more of this, but there's a reason. Kylie Jenner's rise and shine viral serenade to her baby Stormy, which I haven't even watched. <laughs> I did. Uh, Me neither. Has gone ultra viral. Oh, boy. Uh, since footage of her singing Stormy Awake in her Kylie Cosmetics office aired on YouTube, countless memes have emerged, including covers from Miley Cyrus, Cody Simpson, and Ariana Grande. Yes. And a dance remix that Kylie had Stormy dance to. Now, hashtag Rise and Shine is the fastest hashtag in TikTok history to reach. Oh, my God. One billion views. <laughs> and according to TMZ, oh, she's ready to cash my in. my God. I hate these people with all my being. It's unfreaking real to reach a billion people. I know. Well, a billion views. Well, so yeah, it, right. they, these are Maybe short videos. One lonely guy who's watched it a billion times. Well, it's also TikTok, probably... so they probably watch them over and over. Yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. You know but you're I mean? also thinking that maybe more than one person is watching that particular video at a time. So maybe it's more than a billion people. I, I doubt it's more. I doubt it's a billion people. You know how? Look, I, I'll post a video that gets yeah. ten thousand views, and I, I don't think ten thousand people are watching well, this as they watch the video. It's short and it rolls over. When was times. the last one you had get a billion views? And... Uh, that was, um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot which one that was. I think it was us doing the floss dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Yeah. That was good. Uh, so, 
She filed documents, I mentioned this yesterday, requesting ownership of uh, Rise and Shiny. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's in her office? Is it Rise cute, though? Rise and Shiny. I don't know. It, it's I haven't cute. Heard it. It's cute. Should I, we hear it? Yeah, I don't yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Pull the trigger. Is it Marissa? as cute as that puppy howling when he uh, was eating his uh, dinner? Did you if see that, that puppy cute had been eating a dead baby, it would be cuter. <laughs> It just drives me crazy, this goddamn thing. But, yeah, play it. it she she sings a sweet little song to her daughter who's in, I thought that was their home. Marissa, that's their office? Yeah, Marissa's got to dig it up for us. Or maybe so. that's her office in her home. Uh, so, now that I just think about it, she probably doesn't go to a place so, downtown. So, anyhow, she is, uh, <laughs> she's requested ownership of Rise and Shine, uh, which would uh, cover cosmetics, belts, pants, coats, dresses, footwear, oh gloves, headbands, headwear, jackets, longwear, <sighs> scarves, sleepwear, socks, swimwear, and underwear. It's why they have so much money. I know. At this point, would it be wise for her to trademark each of her turds? <laughs> right? Just in case? They are probably yeah. each a unique shape. That's so... a Kylie Jenner taper tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Double taper um... tip. <laughs> I mean, are all of these so calculated? Like, does she sing that? Um, no, th- probably not planning no, on that it would no. go viral. These things, they happen. Sometimes they might say, hey, maybe, I'm going to throw this out there. Maybe it'll take. You know what I mean? Right. I but you, you can't things- say, this is the billion view thing right here. You know what I mean? Right. The things that they think are going to go viral, I bet you they don't. Probably don't. It's stuff like this. The accidental stuff yeah. probably goes. And, but but what they do is they jump on the marketing side of it immediately. But look at how many people automatically follow her. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. your, your your odds are dramatically increased when you have that many people just naturally following her to begin with. She put something up that gets a little extra boost. It's crazy. I mean, to, for her to be a billionaire at this point is just mind-boggling. It's ready to rock. Oh, All right, dear God. So it was to a song? I did didn't she see did her. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh you like it? No, no. Daddy, no, baby, that's mommy. No, this is this is her reacting to the remix of the song. Oh yeah, this is her reaction. Yeah, you can hear it in the background. Right. So with the, ori- the original video is her coming in, going, "Rise and shine." <laughs> it's like Casey's mom singing. Yes. When she, yeah. And then she does Wake this thing up. where she says, Chucky's under your bed, and then closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my thing. Right. That's my thing. That's your dad. <laughs> All right, we don't need to pursue this any yeah. further. Let's move on. Uh, Elliot from E.T. went from riding a bicycle under the influence of an alien to allegedly driving a car under the influence of a terrestrial substance. What the hell are you thinking? Actor Henry Thomas was arrested Monday for DUI in Oregon. Yes, I'm Mr. Thomas's lawyer. <laughs> I thought you were a botanist. I, w- I was also a lawyer. <laughs> pre-botany, pre-law. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, another motorist called 911. On report- my home planet, I ran commercials that said, demand E.T. Uh, to report that... Did you wear a cowboy hat? <laughs> I wore a cowboy hat. Uh, to report that someone was stopped in the middle of a residential intersection. When cops arrived, they found Henry passed out behind the wheel, and officers had to wake him up. Uh, although uh, Henry's car didn't reek of booze uh, to the police, they took him to the Washington I County. I may not be licensed on your planet, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Extraterrestrials I work with very well might be. You ever represented somebody from Missouri? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so uh, they took him to the Washington County Jail in suspicion of DUI based on other signs of being intoxicated. 
Uh, either way, he was Divorce booked. Divorce is a complicated thing. <laughs> he was booked for misdemeanor driving under the influence of intoxicants. I'm surprised at this. Well, uh, yeah, you're you're passed out at an intersection behind the wheel. Uh, he was actually in uh, the haunting of Hill House, the uh, the Netflix series. He played the dad. Oh yeah, and it was doing well, right? You saw? It. Did you watch a case? Nah. Okay. Hey, by the way, so he was uh, he? They have a mug shot of him. DUI? Do they? They take a mugshot of you? Yeah, sure. You get arrested. He was, arrested. Yeah, he was yeah. passed out in the car. You get arrested, you get a you get a free picture. Hey, I was... Uh, <laughs> Do you need listen, legal advice? I've said this before. When I was 19, I was arrested yeah. for driving under the influence, and uh, they didn't take a picture of me. No? No. They didn't fingerprint you? No. Well, what about you weren't fingers? in E.T. They threw me in the tank. They threw you in the tank, and yeah. there was a, yeah, it was a different time, I guess. I guess so, but uh, anyhow... Wait, um, but how old were you? 19. See, I, maybe that uh, because you were underage, it would be a difference. Yeah. If you're over 21, they might uh, treat it differently. Not really sure. Uh, so anyhow, uh, there's a mugshot, so we'll uh, we'll see. How Your that, Honor, this is a good man. We'll see how this uh, ends up going for him. <laughs> Helpful. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari co-stars Christian Bale and Matt Damon are campaigning against each other for lead actor at the Academy Awards and, uh, and other shows, including Golden Globes, Critics' Choice, SAG, and BAFTA. And it's typically for it's typical for leads to not compete against each other for the top honor. With one typically a recent winner instead going for supporting actor, despite their Role arguably looming as large as the lead actor nominee. So they're both going at the the, the top award yeah. in all these uh, categories. So uh, what happens is uh, usually sometimes the movie company will uh, nominate you, uh, and sometimes they'll actually go after the award themselves. And yeah. uh, this looks good. This movie. I saw yeah. I saw the the trailer for it the other day. And yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, this is this is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on board. It for made this. me think of uh, RC because he's such a Ford muscle car guy. Yes, he loves those cars and yep. uh, that that. Ford that they're driving in this looks like a bad Maybe RC's vehicle. in it. Well, I, it's, I it's, assume it's an old GT. It is. It's yeah. specifically like because he has a GT. So yeah. It's uh, Matt Damon. specifically geared towards him. Uh, I love this. I, th- I think this is uh, it's it's a cool t- it was a cool time for cars. Absolutely. And uh, and these were the absolute tops. So I like um, a GT. I have gremlins back in my house. <laughs> Not the car. Yeah. yeah. Actual little creatures. Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this year, for example, uh, example Al Pacino uh, is running uh, for the Irishman, Anthony Hopkins in uh, The Two Popes, Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So, uh, And even Jamie Foxx in Just Mercy are among those fighting for best supporting. There's some heavy, 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 heavy hitters. And I'll, t- I'll tell around. you this, when you have uh, two actors from the same film, it almost invariably splits. And yeah. so you, neither of them will win. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they, I don't know. I don't know if they'll do it or not. We'll find out. Okay, so Chip and uh, Joanna Gaines. I love them. What was it? What's the show? Fixer Upper. Okay, so they've unveiled the first original series on the their upcoming Magnolia Network. Suck it. So they have their own network. Yeah, I wonder what channel is going away for that channel to start. Yeah, the pair teased Home on the Road Tuesday, and they say the six peop- the six episode series will follow husband and wife. Uh, Abner Ramirez and Amanda uh, Ramirez as they take their band Johnny Swim on the road with their son Joaquin and daughter Luna. Wow, this sounds horrible. <laughs> Amanda and Abner are magnetic, Chip and Joanna shared in a statement accompanying the news, saying ever since we met them a little over five years ago, we've been drawn to the way uh, they navigate family, community, and life on the road. 
Uh, they're not just musicians. They're storytellers. And together, they are a true picture of the relentless pursuit of following a dream and making it a reality. Wow. But their dream doesn't stop with them. It's extended to their family and fans and everyone they meet. Keep describing it. I need more reasons not to watch. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. Maybe the theme song is the uh, Rise and Shine. Rise, Rise and Shine. <laughs> that'll, that'll give you a reason. Uh, Let's see if uh, we got the actual audio. I don't know, Case. So just... I don't know either. Yeah, yeah here we go. OG. Here it is. This is it. And get out of here and show you guys her room. Rise and Shine. That's it. 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 Stop it. That little, that little itty bitty thing. Oh my god! It's not god. even like clear enough to. Let's go into the room. This part. Rise and shine. Rise and oh shine. My god. Let's, let's go into the room. Wake up, dude! I'm doing that tomorrow. I'm, <laughs> before I leave for work, it I'm should go. go rise and shine. <laughs> before I am. Do it to your wife. Yeah. Rise and shine. Shut up! She's already awake. I wanted. Who? Who would? Probably my oldest would wake up the hey, most. By the way, Marissa, do me a favor if you can find this song because somebody had, had texted in Casey when you talked about the mom, the song your yeah. mom used to sing to yeah. you. Do you know what song it was? Uh, wake up, wake up, sleepyhead. Get up, get up, get out of bed. It's like an old song. Yeah, it's when Except, the red red robin comes yeah, bob, 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 bob bobbing along. along. Yeah, it's yeah. apparently that song. Yeah, and uh, see if you can find that, Marissa. You said want, she sang that. that and closer from Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, <laughs> I want. <laughs> I want to f you like an animal. That's not mom. true. That is not true. Mom. My mom's in, my mom's in hey. church right now. If that wouldn't wake you up, I yeah. don't know what would. <laughs> Dude, my mom's got a hairy bush. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's off limits around here. It's been yeah. a rough week. I wish some things were off limits. I know, yeah. But apparently moms are not. Yeah. Welcome my to mom got years. out of it by dying years ago. <laughs> Wait, where did this originate? Was it Instagram? Yes. I believe so. Okay. Just... Like, Rise and shine. I'm like, I'm, I'm even more mad now. Are you I know, it's trembling. Nothing. It's, it's, it's nothing. It's not like a, a beautiful song being sung. Please, America. It's I, <laughs> stop. stop. Please get your hair and go. Stop. All right. Uh, let me see. What else do I have for you? How about this? Uh, Scarlett Johansson doesn't know exactly what will go down after fiance Colin Jost's bachelor party. He will. But uh, she's sure about one thing. She doesn't want fellow Saturday Night Live castmate uh, Michael Che to run the show. On uh, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, she explained that if he were to, if he were in charge, she said it's going to be like by the Port Authority, and it's going to be very local. I don't think that's a good idea. I've heard dynamics like this, so she was joking about you know since they're, they're they both do the weekend update together and and uh, thinking that he might get him in trouble. But I've I've heard um, edicts issued where. You know, I'd prefer this person not run your bachelor party because someone, you know, this person in particular is known to be a, a crazy yeah. partier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like in Crazy Rich Asians where the one guy yes. runs a bachelor party right. and he does this crazy, over the top, outrageous <laughs> hookers and everything. Yeah. And the guy's like, you got to get me out of here. Right. Uh, but you can see where the bride. To be would have may not want a guy like that running their bachelor. Party. I went to a bachelor party uh, where there were literally like three guys who were on the bus. Yeah, and we were having a, like awesome time, and the bus went to the nudie bar. Yeah, 
And those three guys went to the bar next to the nudie bar and just like went and drank because their girlfriends or wives were like, you're not allowed in the strip club. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, yeah. and there's no pictures being taken in there. Like, the, you can just tell them that you went to, I think they went to Engine 46 Steakhouse. And I'm <laughs> well, listen. Oh, so they went to Cheerleaders. Then. <laughs> it was just right next no, there. no, like they legit did Club not. Club SK's right there, too. Yeah. But... Well, that's where we went. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. To each his own. All right, I have a couple other things I want to mention here. Uh, Jason Momoa is psyched for the Aquaman sequel. As He's as uh, psyched as fans are. He told E.T. that the film will be way bigger than the I original. I have a lot of time to interview you. I'm handling Henry Thomas, <laughs> Jason Court. So if you could just start a high concept for me, that would be great. E.T.'s blowing off Aquaman? Yeah, it was a good movie, but it's not that great. He makes more money in courtroom than he does for his being a reporter. He also has people counting on him, Nick. Jesus. You may not be able to practice law in your ocean. (laughs) He said that it's way bigger than the original. There's a lot more in store on so many more levels. I think the first one was too big. I think there was too it much was sprawling going on. I like, for, for example, I um I, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. I, I think he's, he's he's energetic and, and charismatic and okay, wonderful. And I think uh, James Wan is a, is a great director. There are moments though where I'm like, <laughs> you can't see this from space. Uh, yeah, you can't you, see. The... You can't see the ocean lighting up like this. Yeah. You're having a hard time finding Atlantis. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. It lights up. It was a bit big. It, was a, it makes Vegas look like, uh, you know, Dollywood. Well, yeah. any one of those battles could have been the end battle. Yeah, there are exactly. tons of them. Yeah. yeah. Save the end battle for the end. Yeah. Uh, Momoa added that uh, he brought his own ideas to Warner Brothers and director James Wan and uh, said that uh, they took all his suggestions. So he's he's happy about it. He's looking forward it's to great. it. great. I got to go now. Uh, I'm doing court. Speaking of uh, superhero movies, uh, Ken Loach. Is that how you say his name? Is the director, Steve? Yes. Uh, he has joined the growing list of uh, Marvel naysayers after Martin Scorsese, Lincoln, the uh, MCU as a theme park. Uh, Hollywood's been split. Francis Ford Coppola is in Scorsese's camp, and uh, Marvel directors and actors like James Gunn and Natalie Portman defend it. Uh, the Palme d'Or winner, uh, winning Loach, who is 83, said uh, they're made as commodities like hamburgers, and it's not about communicating. It's not about sharing our imagination. So let me ask you. Here's the question. The hamburgers are good. Yeah. yeah. Bacon Delicious. tastes good, man. <laughs> let me ask you. So what's the end result of these assertions? I what, don't know. What, 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 what do they expect the movie companies to go, yeah, we're going to stop making them now. Here's the do deal. They, are they trying to convince people who clearly like them to not like them? Are they trying to distinguish what auteurs they are? I think I, that, I love their movies as well. I think that they've been asked about this, and they've been set up to give an answer like that. Now that's where we're going. Where do you stand? You know what I mean? Knock it off. Uh, and and that uh, Scorsese was asked about it in, her, in an interview, and he's, he said it before. He could have said, look, I don't care for it, you know, but anyhow, this, this is where this is going. Well, to, to, to dismiss, I believe, to say... That they're not they, they, cinema? That they're not cinema, that right. these aren't storytellers, that they're not... So, you know, so... Uh, well, ah, forget about <laughs> Anyhow, let me, let me finish I'm still all tied up about the Kylie song. Uh, he said, it's about making a commodity, commodity which will make a profit for a big corporation. They're a cynical exercise. That's pretty... That's beating up No, that's, and that's ridiculous. Uh, they're a market exercise, and it has nothing to do with the art of cinema. Well, okay, then now you've pissed me off, because... 
Listen, comics are entertaining, and to see them in the uh, on on screen is is entertaining. People as well. love to feel superior to other people. They love to feel smarter. They love to feel more uh, aesthetically enriched. And I think this is a case where. Again, as was pointed out, I forget, was it James Gunn himself who said, for the longest time, gangster movies were considered yeah. trash cinema. Yep, yep. Uh, and and so here you go. Yep. Uh, these movies have been raised to, I think, an artistic level. Uh, you know, I'll take the... the if you're talking about emotional and 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 you go from the highs to the lows, Marvel gets it done. And yeah. and just on a pure cinema level, would would he say that the Tarzan movies weren't cinema? Would he say you know from years ago? Would he say that the the um, uh, the old uh, uh, movie serials that would get people in, but you know Flash yeah. Gordon and all that yeah. stuff yeah. that wasn't cinema? I, would he say that the Universal horror movies weren't cinema? I don't care what he thinks. I don't care what any of these people think. Uh, you know uh, about what I enjoy. You know, so you can. It's not going anywhere, you old turd. So <laughs> yeah. um, I like what I like, and and I don't care. Wait, I need to calm myself down. Yeah, yeah. Here, Rise I'll... and shine. How about, how about this? This will calm me down. This will this will get you in the mood. I don't. I... <laughs> Wake up, you sleepy head. Get up, get out of bed. See how the sun is shining. I love it. Is this a song your mom would sing? No. That's not it? <laughs> no. Hold on. No. Marissa? Wait, are, are you sending something else over or what? Yeah, there's another one coming from a artist named Laverne Baker from the 50s. That's that probably it. might be it. Yeah. It's like a take on it, though, so she may have uh, had it's some liberties with it. on it. Oh, uh, okay. No, no, no. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one last thing. The new trailer. Is <laughs> that Kurt Cobain? It's again? the Red Red Robin goes Bob 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 along. That's the song we're looking Come for. Come on, man. Uh, not wake up sleepyhead. Uh, the new trailer for Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker marks the beginning of an end of an era to J.J. Abrams. Uh, he will direct the final and ninth film in the forty-plus year saga that was so is Star Wars not arch by George Lucas in 1977 with Star Wars. Uh, so I've not watched it yet. Did you guys see it? I'm I did. Sure you did. Like 12 I times. I did. Yeah. yeah. I and, watched it. So many times. And verdict. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I think they're wrapping it up really well. Um, I know that you've drifted off a little bit over the last few years, Preston. I, I have not. Uh, and I think this saga, the, these three have been fantastic. Um, and I believe, Casey, we're going to chat with Ryan Johnson in the next few weeks, too. Well, not chat. Uh, we're going to have him in studio. And he did the Friday. last one on yep. Friday. Of this in fact, week. I watched it last night. Just uh, Last Jedi? Yeah. That's awesome. I um I think he's a really a uh, solid director. I think um I think the series has been good. Uh I thought the the first one out of the gate was was great. I thought the um there were some issues with the scripting in the in the second one that I wasn't thrilled with and then, yeah there's some great moments. Uh but I you know listen uh, uh, there's a in the trailer alone, there are a number of real heart-tugging, amazing moments. So let's wrap it up, and uh, it'll be great. Nice. I, though I have to say, it? Rogue One yeah. still stands yeah. as my favorite of of the whole lot. Love Is there a movie. running time on this one? Do we know? Is it uh... 15 hours and 10 minutes. All right. No, I, haven't, game. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> but I do like uh, Daisy Ridley. She's pretty cool. She's amazing. Uh, so the glimpse shows Ray. Daisy Ridley is seen uh, running through... A jungle and prepping to fight Kylo Ren on an icy planet. Now it looks like Carrie Fisher has top billing in the um, in the uh, in the stars on the uh, on the on the poster. Right? That's what Carrie I understand. Fisher? Yeah, that they did it as an homage okay. to her. Yeah, they took actual footage. It's not CGI stuff. Yeah, yeah. So th- there's a bunch with her in it. Um, I'll be interested to see how they put that together. Uh, but yeah, two hours and thirty five minutes. Case. They did like South Park animation of the mouth. Oh, but right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I will say when she first in the um, hey, ep- we need to get to the Death Star. <laughs> was it episode seven? Yeah. What? Uh, when she comes, like I thought the way she her hard living uh, in real life, uh, you know, played a part in uh, Princess Leia in episode seven, and it was like to me, it was a little distracting. With the voice and, you know, like... She's, I mean, the way she aged and the way she looks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was hard to go. Oh, yeah, that is Carrie Fisher. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, we're ready for the clips. Here we go. When a former music professor unexpectedly stumbles into choir practice at a small-town church, he finds a dynamic group of singers who can't exactly sing in the new sitcom Perfect Harmony. In this clip, Anna Camp discusses her southern accent. I was fortunate enough I got to use my southern accent on True Blood, which is a job that I had a long time ago. But my parents still talk like this all the time, and I get off the phone with them, and I end up talking like that too. And I get to, you know, sort of make this a little more Kentucky, a little more country, a little more, like, twang. Shut the f*** up! (laughs) So Bradley Whitford stars in this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Perfect Harmony airs Thursdays at 8.30 on NBC. I like her. Here's the next clip. Uh, the iconic 1930s novels are brought to life in the drama series Nancy Drew when the teen sleuth finds herself engulfed in a murder mystery. In this clip, Scott Wolf talks about why the show intrigued him. I was instantly curious just because I was always enamored with the Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys and mystery books. But reading the script got me super duper excited because I just felt like there was a real commitment to telling an honest story and set of stories. You sound insane. Uh, Scott Wolf, uh, was he from Party of Five? He's yeah. actually yeah. from the movie we were talking about. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've had uh, two Scott Wolf Inside Game, yeah. Inside Game, that was it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Drew is on the CW tonight, and that will be at 9 p.m. I'm recording it. I, have, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, it looks, uh, you know, it's from the Riverdale folks, and I love oh. Riverdale. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the uh, entertainment report for you this morning. Uh, we have a secret text for a chance for anyone to four pack of tickets to join us for the President Steve Knight at the pop-up phenomenon Happy Place at the King of Prussia Mall. It's going to be Thursday, November 14th, 6 to 8 p.m. Text word secret 39333. We'll see if you can win a little bit later on this morning. We'll grab a random texter uh, as well, so a couple different ways to do that. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us today. MMR Rocks Stone Temple Pilots, celebrating 25 years of Purple. Listen all this weekend to win a special two-CD, newly remastered version of the band's landmark mega album. For the Super STP fans, we've got the one-hour national radio special featuring STP's Robert DeLeo and Eric Kretz, hosted by our very own Pierre Robert. WMMR.com for broadcast times and all the details, including a shot for MMR VIPs to win a super deluxe vinyl edition of Purple, available from Rhino Records, Stone Temple Pilots, and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I think that if my goal in life were to be an exotic dancer, my goal would be to, to work at Delilah's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The ladies who just came in here this morning, and they're stunning. So we have Sadie and... Wait, wait. No, I have four names on here. I have Nina, Victoria, Sadie, and Sloan. So you're having the two girls and their aliases. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Who do we have here? Nina, Nina, Nina is here. Okay. And? 
Sloan. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we've met many girls from uh, from Delilah's, and sometimes it's hard to keep track. Always of Always punctual. Mother. Always professional. Yes. Always uh, putting on the best show. And uh, there, there's really there's no equal. And they're, the other two are coming. They're having a wardrobe malfunction. Okay. So oh, the, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they're, they're dressing it. as pilgrims. I think okay. they don't want their nipples hanging out right now. Oh, not right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's for later. Right now. On. It's yeah, usually the eight o'clock hour. Uh, they're on our. They're getting on our hottie cam right now. They have these really cool outfits. They're wearing a uh, night at the movies too. Delilah's twenty eighth anniversary party is tonight, by the way, and we'll feature special guests uh, DJ PS One and the Delilah's eleventh annual pole champion contest with celebrity guest judges tonight. All right. So when when are Betsy and Joanne coming in? <laughs> Betsy and Joanne. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna wrap back around one day, and those will be the. <laughs> That's the that Nick and my mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never call. Yeah. All right, by the way, we have the song, I think, that uh, Casey's mom used to wake, mm. sing him away to. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll All try. Right, let's try it. Wake up, you sleepyhead. Get up, get out of bed. Cheer up, cheer up. The sun is red. Live, love, laugh, and be happy. Is that it? Yeah. It's not it's the way she would sing it, but... When the red, red robin comes bobbing along, along, there'll be no more sobbing when he starts dropping his old... This is uh, Doris Day, by the way, so yeah. she's like it. very, very... She's very like peppy. That's fun. It, it's a classic. Yeah. Waking up in my house did not <clears throat> suck until... High school when my brother would wake me up and he would literally just come into the bedroom and take all of my my sheets and just rip them off the bed. The only thing I remember about that particular song is there's a Warner Brothers cartoon. Oh, yeah. Sylvester is trying his best to not eat Tweety Bird. And every time he turns around, there's some kind of a bird thing going on, and he turns on the radio, and he goes, and now when the Red Red Robin goes, bop, 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 everything was bird-oriented. He's going insane. He was was doing so well. just wanted to eat Tweety. Yes. My grandfather used to sing to my mom to wake her up, and then she would sing to us um, to wake us up. I have no idea what the song is. I don't even know if it's a song. It might have just been something they made up. I don't know, but it was get out of your cots and grab your socks, potlevoo. Oh, well, that's a riff because my dad was in the military. I know you're so so, uh, and it was drop your drop your C's and grab your socks. Yeah, Yeah, that's in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, so we were were like five and six years. I think maybe what your dad did was a riff on the real thing. The real thing, okay, right. Well, how did the song go? I'm not just the words. That's all I know. You can't. You don't remember the melody of it. Oh, get out of your cots and grab your socks, Palevu. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we can find that, Marissa. Or get my version. We'll play that. (laughs) We can do that, too. All right, uh, real quick. Do you guys mind if I do a shout-out? I'm going to try to slowly get rid of all these shout-outs I have. But I got one yesterday. I thought this was kind of fun. It says, hey, Preston, I'd like to request a Mondo shout-out from my son Matthew on his 14th birthday. It's not till November 1st, but as close as you can get it to either day or month. Uh, He is the reason that I am a dad, and I love this little fart, and his sister Avery with all my being. Uh, Gadzooks, and why don't you forget about the moose <laughs> for a moment? So that is from Eric. If we could do a, uh, a, a moose shark for in there, that would appreciate it. Yeah, that. we could so, do a moose right, shark. Ahead, why then. don't you forget the moose for a moment? There you go. I like it. It fits <laughs> right good. in. Uh, so congratulations, Philadelphia. We have a higher rate of bed bug infestation <gasps> than any other yeah! large city in the United States. It's a milestone we've hit. Often bed bugs are found in hotel rooms, so I'm thinking that we this is this is a good for us because we're trapped. We're not often staying in a hotel room in the Philadelphia. In our own city. Yes, we have, yeah. we're going outside of the city. Well, it, 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 it permeates, and because uh, it, um, 
They also say the Philadelphia does less uh, to enact ways to correct the problem. Yeah, so a city council committee uh, yesterday approved a landlord-friendly amendment to a bill aimed at combating Philadelphia's plague of bedbug infestations. Uh, but critics are saying it undermines the purpose of the whole legislation by requiring tenants to pay for half of the cost of the extermination. So um, apparently uh, the what they wanted was if within 90 days, if a tenant reported bedbugs, that the landlord was going to pay for the infestation to be taken care of. Right. Um, but the amendment um, apparently says would require renters and landlords to split the cost of bed bug uh, remediation if they have lived in their apartments for 90 days or more. If an infestation is discovered before that time, landlords would pay. So if you find out after 90 days you have bed bugs, half of it's on you. So that's, wow. where, that's where So I guess are. if someone brings bed bugs like into a condo complex... Right. Or, or whatever, and, yeah. and, and so they're saying, well, you were the one that brought that in. Mm-hmm. It, it creates a gray area. I know people who live in mortal fear of bed bugs. Yeah, Kathy, yeah, <laughs> my wife. Pretty much, yeah. me yeah. and Diane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I got a question, because in Breaking Bad, um, towards the end of the, the run, they would build these meth labs in houses, and the houses would be covered in tents, for bug infestation, termites, yeah. Term- yes, yeah. Is it wait? So it was termites. That's a pretty common practice. They'll they'll build the tent and uh, fumigate that way. And yeah, so you have to I've obviously ne- have to move out. Yeah, I've never. I've only seen it in a TV show. I've, I've seen never, it around. I've okay. seen actual yeah. houses where they they've done it where yep. they, they they tent them and, and fumigate them yeah. and uh, and then uh, they go in and take out the dead uh, tenants. We <laughs> have we have never had anything like that done. But uh, in years past, I remember set not not in the house we currently live in, but other places set off a you know a bug bomb essentially. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. in the house. Man, what a pain in the ass! Yeah. It, you, the, the amount of prep you have to do, right? You have to you have to remove all dishes and everything, and get them out of the house. Put away anything that could that is going to be used by you later on on yeah. your person has to be taken out, if I recall correctly. So. Uh, I just remember the, the kitchen had to be wiped out completely before we did it. I don't, I don't remember doing that. I don't remember clothing. Yeah, because we we had like a flea issue when when we had the dogs growing up. Um, but I and we definitely had the house quote unquote bombed. But I don't recall ever having to ever. We, we didn't do oh, any we prep. Did. We. Did you, did you read the box before you did it? We did. Well, I, I guess we had a professional. They done. did when okay. they were burying Fido. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they may have required for us to move things out, and we just didn't, uh, or yeah, I just I didn't. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. been my understanding that at least like food and things like that, you you have to get that stuff out I don't of remember. there. Remember? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say, Kath? Uh, no, I remember we had fleas once as well. We had uh, <laughs> we had cats and we had a dog, and so yeah, they came in, and we did have it professionally done. And I remember it being like so much better. I think we had tried it ourselves first and it yeah. was like... It, it, it never works. It and, didn't work. And by the way, I think it's happened where people have set off those things and I guess even... Do you, do you have to put out your pilot light or you have to turn off the gas? Or, I don't remember. Because remember, houses have, have, have burned down yeah. and when people try to do it, you've had stories in the bizarre file of people attempting to do it themselves yeah. to uh, to bad results. But yeah. we wa- we had to wash all our clothes. I remember washing all the clothes. I mean, I don't know if we had to. But you but, love that, but we did. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, if, if you've ever get ants as a problem, they're hard to get rid of too. And you just we used to have this little line of ants. There they go through the, the <laughs> kitchen. Those yeah. little yeah. bastards, yeah. and they keep coming back. You get rid of them. No, we have a good extermination company now that, that comes in yeah. and we get the checks and they have the things around the house buried in the ground for the termites and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, yeah. hey, I see anything. I get on the phone. Damn Kath, right. I got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you call in recon. We'll take care of it for you. Mm-hmm. Kath, was your, were, were your, 
cats or cats? Uh, we had uh, we had two of them, and then when I came home from college, we had three. Did, were they outdoor cats? They were. They were all outdoor cats. It yeah. seemed like. Because I had a cat growing up, and he was an outdoor cat. It seemed like all cats were, like, outdoor at the time. At the time, right? Yeah, right? And now n- now nobody I, has... Oh, no. My yeah. doors are, like, sealed. Yeah. I don't yeah. even let them see the outside. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel bad, though, and for them. And that you because, tell them there is no outside. Well, because they, you know they want to go outside. Not at least all my, of them do. My male cat, the female could care less. She's oh. actually scared of the door when it opens. Only one of our cats wants to go out. The other ones are like, we got it. Uh, it's easy street here. What are, yeah. we, what are we complaining about? Man, our cat, every chance she gets, she would bolt. She, yeah. like, and and, mm. and she's, she's an indoor cat, just like you were saying, Case. But like the door, there's a crack in the door. She tries to get out every time. But we had, the cats that we had growing up were also outdoor cats. Uh, and when one of them passed away, she did the thing, the classic thing. And she was like 20 at the time. She just wandered off. Yeah. We, we never saw her again. That was Emma. And Dear Nick, <laughs> I loved being with you, but my time has come to an end. Man, we had we had bad history with cats. My uh, yeah, my brother's cat wandered off and then came back just to die. Literally, wow. came back to die. Yeah, I didn't think I, I'm back. See <laughs> <laughs> ah! My cat Fred. I, I have to like because we put wreaths in the windows at Christmas time. Raisins, wreaths, oh, wreaths. <laughs> what new, are the raisins? raisins that makes no sense. It attracts cats. It's a new tradition. <laughs> but what's so funny? This has happened a couple of times where I go. I have to open the window, and, and Fred's like, "I'm free!" and jumps through the window. He has no idea what he's jumping into. He just he's like, "Ah!" Well, obviously, I have a, a, an army of cats at the ready all the time. We had one cupcake got out, and then in about five. Minutes, uh, it's like <laughs> I want to go back. Yes, yeah. I didn't know how good I had <laughs> There are large things on wheels. <laughs> well, I mean, he every time he jumps out of the house, and you know, it's only happened a couple of times, he doesn't go far from the house. Yeah. Like, he you know, and walks very cautiously. Like, what the hell? same thing, like. Those things have wheels. Yeah, he'll go. <laughs> Anybody else put their cat on a leash from time to time? Oh my god, it's so dumb. My neighbor I, I does. Did that, and yeah. I, I, why I was, is it dumb? I. Because they don't like it. Like she likes cats, it. Okay, your it's, cat does. Yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's like trying to walk again. a fish. Honestly, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> my cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried it, and he got out of the leash in yeah. like point zero five seconds. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. It's a way to get her outside without uh, the fear of her running off. Do you know we did Nick, and you can get them there. These large tents with a little opening in it. The the um, and I used to do it all the time for the one when we were in Maniunk. We, yeah. Now we have a, a bigger yard, and our one cat Mia does go out and stays within the yard. As per the vets' uh, recommendations, otherwise they all stay in, in the house. They live longer and they don't get chicks and yeah. all that stuff. Right. So, uh, but uh, if you want, you can. There, there are large tented enclosures you can put out there, and they get they get their exposure. I'm yeah, not saying I, it's as cool as a dog out on a leash. I or, get or the, walking the, a fish. No, I get the silliness involved with with putting in a cat on, on a leash, but it's yeah. better than opening the door and letting her run. I, I understand you want to do because we had our, our cat when it, when it was a kitten initially. I'm like, well, it'd be not, doesn't the cat want to be outside? Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to take a walk? Won't the cat enjoy just being out in the outside? I think it's against their natural yeah. instincts yeah, yeah, yeah. to have <laughs> yes. someone tethered to them while they're outside. The, right. the feline does not want that. When you see a submissive, is a submissive wearing a dog collar or a cat collar? Right. Good point. I right? will say, though, when they freak out, it is. I mean, it's 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 sad, but it is pretty funny. Well, <laughs> well, what, what do you sad. mean by freak out? Oh, uh, haven't you ever seen videos of cats like well, on they, a, on a well, leash? Well, there's the hi, I'm, I'm deputy or whatever, and he's it's the classic footage of he's got the cat on a leash, yeah, and the cat freaks out and claws up his nutsack. <laughs> the cat will do like the initial tug and pull, and and then doesn't like it, and then it'll like yeah. shake it, its head violently, and then like yeah. kind of like 
I don't. It wants you know, to like get out. Flips and jumps and twists and all that. Yeah. Right. I think you introduced it to your cat early enough, Nick, that yeah, <clears throat> she's okay with it. I'm, there, I'm, there, there are people who get get away with it, and, and if you've brought the cat into it and you get them used to it as a kitten, you can get it to work. I'm surprised at how divisive an issue a cat on a leash is because people seem really pissed that I've done it. Uh, honestly, who cares? <laughs> well, well, why do they pissed. sell cats? I think yeah. it's funny. No, but you're you're not pissed, but other people are. They they found uh, it to be offensive to put a cat on a no. leash. No, why do they sell cat leashes? If you know, oh, right. there's obviously people who can do it. By the way, do you walk the cat or does the cat walk you? Uh, yeah, well, when I walk the cat, I I walk the cat, and occasionally when she needs to be dragged, I'll do that. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean like, do you, <laughs> do you walk around on the sidewalk around the neighborhood, or do you just go out in the yard and kind of see where the cat wanders that's while you it. hold on to the leash? And it's not far. Okay, well, yeah. that's it. The okay. latter, yeah. As yeah. opposed to walking a dog, we're trucking. You're taking the dog yeah, for a walk. Yeah, we're yeah. going yeah. for a while. That's yeah. why there's no Westminster Cat Show. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You open them up and they run away. There are no yeah, obedience, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. obedience tests. Uh, this for... cat seems very proud. Uh, I skate on this cat. <laughs> this cat is clawing its owner's balls and <laughs> screaming, <laughs> writhing around on the ground. The judges don't like this. Mm-hmm. I'm wa- watching the video of your of your girlfriend walking the cat. She's doing the right thing in, in that she's giving the cat slack on the leash because if the cat ever gets to a point where it's pulling on the leash that's when it's going to be pissed off and that's when it's going to freak out but i say if you want to walk a cat on a leash get a dog (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point yeah i I would agree with you on that casey uh hang on do we want to talk bed bed bugs or do we want to talk about open phonadelphia uh i'm gonna go because we we initially started this conversation with the fact that philadelphia has a higher rate of bed bug infestations than any other large u.s city it's pretty amazing and and good work everyone is looking at realtors (laughs) right now outside of our area so she can move uh but let's go to uh tyler who's done some junk removal and knows about bed bugs hey tyler you're on the air good morning Good morning. Uh, yeah, no, so I started doing junk removal probably about four or five years ago, and when I started doing it, I had heard that uh, junk uh, that uh, bed bugs in Philadelphia were the biggest problem in the country. Like, uh, one in every five homes has bed bugs. One in every five homes, you heard. Wow. Yep, and this has been for like the past four or five years now. I would wonder if that is exacerbated wow. by row homes. Yeah, uh, the absolutely. fact that they can travel yeah. from, I yeah. don't know, man. Absolutely. Um, I actually had a problem with bed bugs uh, when I first moved into the Chester County area, and my neighbors had carried them around for like four or five years uh, as well, and they uh, came through the walls. They came through the walls. Yeah. Good, good for them. I, the best I've been able to do is the headboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. God. Thank you, Tyler. Oh my God. <laughs> the. Uh, the last uh, <laughs> jury duty I did, I was on a um, a civil case, and uh, it wasn't bed bugs; it was bat bugs. Bat bugs. That What's were that? an issue. I don't know what those are. I had I'm de- bat bug. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Who are you? I'm bat bug. <laughs> I uh, I never heard. And of it. I'm bane bug. Oh no. <laughs> I had never heard of bat bugs before, and uh, so, they're they're I guess they're kind of like you know mites that live on bats, and they can eventually but they infest it, your your dwelling as yeah, well. Yeah, but so does they your live point on humans out, too? I don't know. 
I don't think they live on humans. As you pointed out with ants, though, you have this large home and you have these security systems and so on and so forth, and it's this little thing that can totally disrupt your quality yeah. of life. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, too, Steve. Think about how tiny, itty yes. bitty, those little things are. And right. you're, you know, and, and you're driving me crazy. <laughs> it's really, it, it will weigh on your mind. The ant thing used to drive me nuts. That was uh, because you you do your, your uh, prevent, and this is before we called exterminators. We yeah. tried to do our home, you know, go buy the little ant traps oh. at the grocery store. They kind to work futile or, yeah. or you would do the thing and obviously we've always had pets so you always have to be aware of that there would be the stuff that you would pour around the perimeter of the house and on the on the patio yeah and you always had to check you know uh if it was lethal for for, for animals and all this stuff and it's you're always even if it says it's yeah. good you you're not sure ants well, never bother me though they don't gross me out those other bugs getting into the food and like dude, o- opening up if, a sugar container in the house if and you yeah. see like 50 of them in your kitchen yeah that, that, it, it doesn't skeeve me out like uh well, it doesn't skeeve me but i'm just like you don't belong here yeah, yeah. you know you have to call in that case fat bug <laughs> fat bug he's the one he comes and takes care of it but steve yeah you have the ultimate uh deterrent in your nine cats they're going to take care of any pests, uh, and I and like uh, the the any mice any now. So now, as it starts to get warmer inside than outside, the field mice start making a bid for for inside, yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. you almost want to put down little signs, go back, right? Uh, this no, is not the home for you. Abandon all hope, <laughs> right. he who enter here. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what's worse? And I don't, I have no idea what the answer to this question is, but uh, fleas, bed bugs, or lice? Fleas, bed bugs, or lice? I'm going to say probably. Uh, uh, fleas can be annoying as f, and they seem to to um, perpetuate at a dramatic rate. But lice, the treatment of lice is uh, is a pain. No, right? I pain think in the ass. I think it's bed bugs. I think that that's the most difficult to get rid of. Is you, it? You can have your house bombed, and and the fleas are gone. A few treatments, maybe you have to go to a center. Lice is gone, but there are people who have had their houses treated number a number of times, and it still doesn't go away. So when you have, but though when you as uh, when you are being bi- Bitten by bed bugs, or do you get a rash, or what? What is what? That isn't. I think lice and fleas inflict more. Well, here's here's the thing, and you're, you're talking to uh, Mr. Lice here, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> a, we a had, we had our issues the past couple. Have you ever of years. walked a, a louse on a leash? No, but we should probably. Tra- <laughs> maybe we should befriend them if, if we domesticate yeah, them. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you're, you're, you're approaching right. this in the wrong way. But Kathy, I think. Uh, the bed bugs they they bite you, then they leave you. From what I I, I guess, but the lice. Live on you, and they breed right. on you. Good point. Good That's point. the other thing. <laughs> and you're sitting point. there, and they're going, "They're in my hair right oh now. My they're in my hair. They're laying eggs, oh. and they're living on you. And they're living on." Oh. What's the thing oh we God. just learned about that that burrow into your skin laterally? Oh God, yeah, well, yeah. What uh, was that? What were those? Man, there was a, an outbreak at Radnor Middle School. At Radnor Middle School, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it was like 11 or 12 uh, scurvy. What was it? It was like scabies. Scurvy. Scabies. Scabies. Scurvy. That's what it was. People were getting yeah. enough citrus. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so they're coming to the hey, new world. I helped. You did. You got us along to the right answer. You got us you there. Did, you did get us there. Uh, leprosy. Hang on. Let me go to. I have Mike S on the line. Hey, Mike. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, hey, bitches. How's it going? Hey, hey, what, buddy? What's up? Hey, uh, so I work in uh, pest control, and I just did a bed bug job last week, um, and they are absolutely a pain in the uh, pain in the ass to get rid of. Yeah. Of of the three, to 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 the original question here, Mike. So between lice, uh, bed bugs, and fleas. Uh, fleas, what are the worst to get rid of? Uh, it's it's a toss up between like because fleas, you have to do so much preparation, but continue it afterwards too like you have to continue 
vacuuming constantly and constantly. But bed bugs, if you even have like a little bit of a slit in your uh, box spring, uh, you could you you could have to throw away the whole entire box spring. All right, um, so so both they could both, be living they could be living inside of uh, like the box spring. Okay, um, so both would you say both are about the same investment of time to get rid of? Yeah, because you have to do multiple treatments. Um, you have to like come back like three weeks later and do like another treatment. Might be um, more expensive for, with bed bugs if you have to, to get throw rid of box furniture. spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. And, and what is like with, with fleas? I know that like on, on uh, we've treated cats that have had fleas or dogs. Uh, flea dirt, they call it. Uh, you know where, where it's, it's like the residual. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 can that do anything, or is that just a residual after effect of fleas? It, it's just like a residual after effect, you know. It's just all like right. a gross little after effect. Um, all right, all right. What is it? But, the uh, dead bugs? I, what uh, is it? What is actually flea dirt? And I don't know if I want to hear this, uh, Mike. <laughs> what what is it? Uh, it's just like gross, like um, flea like crap? scabby, scabby stuff, and like flea residue. Yeah. It's so it's it's yeah, the, it's gross. a bit and it's the right. yeah. Oh, it's awesome. What uh, a what a wonderful micro world. Nasty. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, like it's a. You know, like um, when I'm doing like the bed bug jobs, it's mostly in Philly. Like, mostly, mostly in Philly, and, and how would you would, would you say the guesstimate? Would you say the guesstimate of like one in five houses is probably pretty accurate? Uh, maybe less than that. Um, but it's mostly like northeast Philly. That and like cockroaches are like, so the two two big. Families. Let me ask you: how, how many times do you take out one of those vials of bed bugs and just tap it in the house? <laughs> 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 that seems to be the old thing, right? Where the guys remember they they, they yeah. busted. I think it was one extermination company that was actually. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a scam. Yeah, that's scams out in yeah. the past before. Yeah, and like, and when it comes to like tenting and things like that, that's not usually for termites. That's for like bed bugs and stuff like All that. Right. Termites, termites, you got to get into the ground. Yeah. So, All right, thanks, Mike. Appreciate yep. it, bud. You have a good one, guys. You Thank too. You. All right, uh, I'm going to go to. Uh, we have a police officer. It is uh, Eric, who's on the line, has an interesting story. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, bud. What's your story you want to tell us? All right, so I'm not going to say where, but uh, local law enforcement. And when a prisoner comes in with bed bugs, it's kind of hard to tell. You only find out when they start spreading to the other prisoners. So let me ask you quickly uh, here, uh, um, Eric. So uh, I assume a process when someone's admitted into a jail, we always hear they're deloused and all that stuff. Does that still happen? Does that happen? Depends on the like the severity of the why they're in there. Okay, so but you 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 like so bed bugs get in fairly commonly. Not commonly, but it can happen. Okay, all right. So continue. I'm sorry. Uh, well, then you know you got to run the risk. You got to get them out of there, but then you run the risk of them spreading. And yeah. when they do, you have to bomb the whole building. Oh, oh man! How many times have you seen that happen? Uh, at least three times in my career. <sighs> now, does it say correctly here that you had, had to arrest someone because they had bed bugs? Oh no, not because. But yeah. usually, like like when they're coming in, you know, you're not you're not you know take a magnifying glass to their body looking for. Oh, them. I like, see. Okay. Yeah, I read yeah. it the same way. Yeah, uh, on, our, on our monitor here, it says this uh, police officer arrested someone who spread bed bugs to the whole building. Well, no, maybe he arrested the actual that. bed bugs themselves with ah. his tiny little handcuffs. <laughs> he, he, he didn't yeah. arrest somebody for. The hell did spreading. I do? Uh, he didn't arrest somebody for spreading bed bugs to a whole building. He I understand. Arrested, he arrested somebody was brought in. They, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. No, right. They would get a free pass if we knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, you got bed bugs? Sorry. Uh, you're free to go, sir. <laughs> uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to uh, Caleb. Hey, Caleb, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Uh, so I was a locksmith in Philadelphia, and there was a couple times where we had gone into, uh, I think it's Section 8 housing and stuff like that where there was 
there's just so many bed bugs that you could practically see them crawling around. And one time we went into a building and there was some stuff propped up behind the door and it had fallen down on me and my boss. And we were scared because we saw bed bugs crawling and we were scared. So we ditched all our clothes right there, threw them in the trash on the side of the road, got in our car or work van, and we're doing 70, 80 miles an hour down the highway. We got pulled over. And uh, we had to explain to the cop why we were in the... I have an explanation. (laughs) Wait, so were you naked? No, we were in our boxers still. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. So we had to explain it. The second we explained it to him, he was just like, get out of here. I don't care. Go, go. Yes, yeah, get away. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Listen, I'm not going to get in the way of love. That's great. Thanks, Gail. Uh, Casey, it's I ever got a warning. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's almost the uh, the Tommy Ford Tommy Boy defense. Instead of bees, yeah. You say you got bed bugs. He got okay. <laughs> Goes on his way. They're bite crazy. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we found out that uh, Philadelphia has a higher rate of, and we've already known about the whole bed bug issue, but, but there's number one in the country. High rate of infestations in any other large U.S. city, uh, and also one without uh, clear rules on how to report bed bugs. On who is responsible for exterminating? Should you move into a um, you know a new location or uh, where there's a uh, um, a landlord? Yes, and also number one for people who walk their cats with leashes. Yes, yeah. Yeah. USA. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised that it's not New York because they've had such a persistent problem, especially the hotels in Manhattan for years with bed bugs. It's, they're really difficult to get rid of. Yeah. Migrated down here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's well, it's easy. It's a higher... that gets you down here in an hour and a half. <laughs> is that a higher rate, like per capita, or is it a higher because? Maybe maybe New York has more cases, but it doesn't indicate also more people. In in this story, it doesn't indicate per capita mm. or not, so Damn. I don't really know. Damn capitas. What a, old purrs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me go to, uh, let's see, I'm trying to read and think at the same time. I hate having to read and think. Different uh. things. Uh, let's see, I'll go to Justin. Hey, Justin, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Uh, well, this is the problem. Um, so I recently got married, uh, but at the time I was still living half of my parents' half uh, at my, you know, my my apartment. Yeah. Well, they redid the um, they they remodeled everything. Looks great, but we had a sleazy neighbor downstairs, and they came from their apartment on Trapsloss, the four other apartments, ours being one of them. So. The remodeling finished, the landlord said, I'm not going to pay for it. You should have said it then. Little, how are we supposed to know? Well, so what? Do you, so, so like this, where you hear about this this legislation about the uh, – so after 90 days, the uh, the landlord would split the cost with the owner. What do you think about that? Well, hey, I had, to, I had to pay for the whole thing, but it gets worse. Yeah. I took them to my parents' house. Oh, man. So not only did I have to pay for uh. my apartment and get a new mattress and box spray, I had to buy my parents two new beds and box spray. Oh, man. I had to have their whole house bombed because the cat took them all over a 2,000-square-foot house and the basement. Oh, and luckily, oh man. The company, luckily, the company, uh, they guarantee, but yeah. it took five or six visits to my parents' house to get rid of them. All said and done. All said. I had to pay for three visits, but I got three free, and then two at my place. All all said and done, Justin, how much money spent, do you think? You know what? I... Oh, I'm I'm in the thousands. Oh, how many yeah. mattresses all the, all did you have to? Clothing. I mean, every piece of clothing had to be washed, bagged, um, and it, it was just uh, just yeah, the well, timing. 
Well, clearly, obviously, they, they spread they spread very easily. So yeah. that's the issue. That's why you would have, in the case of like an apartment complex or a condo complex or where people are moving from, from uh, house to house, once yep. it goes, you're yep. off and running. All right. Well, congratulations, Philadelphia. Tops Yay! again. There we go. All right, we have to take a break because I, I forgot we're going on Fox Good Day in seven minutes. So mm. we're going we're to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We have more ladies from Delilah's who arrive. So Nina, Victoria, Sadie, and Sloan are all on the hottie cam. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So we're going to go on uh, Fox 29 in about a minute or so. But while I have this moment, I'll mention the fact that we have a new Daily Rush video up. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was uh, time spent with Mark Maron. Yeah. Which was uh, cool. Enjoyed that. In fact, he, he stuck around for quite a while, uh, a couple of hours, and uh, we had a great time with him. Uh, and, of course, he's host of his uh, podcast, WTF, and discusses his role in The Joker, and uh, we just had a really good time with him. Uh, you can watch that now at PrestonAndSteve.com, and it's sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. So, And there's lots of videos on there. Of course, you can check them out. On uh, on demand on uh, Comcast. So many go up so often that it's hard to stay on top of them. Yep, exactly. Uh, so we will be going live in just a moment. What else do I need to mention to you? We have a trip for two to the premiere of Midway on Tuesday, November 5th in L.A. That's our Word of the Week prize. It's our fourth week in a row that we're giving away a Los Angeles movie premiere trip. Uh, it will be on November 5th, like I said, so get set. We'll get the letter of the day at the end of the program. We should hear music any moment now, and that means we're going live on Fox Good Day. So there it is, right on time. Hey, Preston and Steve, I've never heard about this. Um, you go to a wedding, and the bride and groom exchange gifts for each other. Uh, you heard about this? N- uh, you know what? Uh, what they, you mean like at the ceremony? Like that's part of everybody watches? Well, not necessarily at the okay. event, but in honor of their wedding. Here, I darling. I don't remember. I don't remember giving gifts at my particular wedding. At I've my, heard rumor. Yeah. I don't. I yes, don't think I, we did that. It's actually uh, bothering me that you guys don't know this. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I've heard of this, and I know all about it. Okay. Did you do it with your husband? Yeah, yeah. we, we exchanged what gifts. What did you give him? And, what? Yeah, and actually, my brother just got married this past weekend, and I was on the phone with him, and I said, hey, uh, are you giving your you know soon-to-be wife a gift? And he was like, yeah, I just gave her a giant ring and a big old party, right. uh, yeah. which, which I do understand. And I said, you, you might want to check with her because you don't want her to show up with a gift for you and you don't Child. have anything. And yeah. he did. And no, they actually wrote each other notes and they, they decided not to do a gift. But I've absolutely heard of a gift on wedding day. Mm. I think huh. uh, just some hardcore loving yeah. is the gift. <laughs> I'm against sure. gift giving altogether, to be honest. <laughs> I, or, well, or, or at least, at least mandated gift giving. On this particular date, you have to buy someone a gift. How about you just get them something when you feel like getting? Them I mean, something? you're making the commitment to get married. You're doing that stuff. There's, there's, know, uh, you know, and that's, that's part of the deal. That the, the rings, all that stuff. <laughs> I, I have not heard this. Well, I don't know. You know what? Weddings are so expensive now that I understand the. If you, if the, if you get rid of the gift giving, 
I understand that. It, it's not what it used to be. Knock it off. Weddings are so expensive. So just, you know, if you're going to have a wedding, don't worry about giving each other gifts. Mm. I don't know. Jewelry. Get somebody a jewelry? gift. Jewelry? Yeah. I is mean, that, listen. Is that, is that the but common thing to give? Yeah. yeah I, you, exactly. Alex says you get the wedding ring, right? I mean, that's... No, what? no, listen. Uh, I, I bought my wife a, a necklace and I gave it to her when... So I didn't actually give it to her. Uh, she, there Her was like a wedding. Husband gave no, it. no, no. There's a wedding suite, and she was in the wedding suite <laughs> getting ready her. for. And so the, the the gift was left for her, and she got me a gift as well. I, okay. I, this is. Um, I thought this was sort of common. But practice. you agreed upon it, or yeah, you, okay. I, is it like a tchotchke, or is it like a, a Wait, table no. saw? No. What do you mean by agreed upon it, Preston? Like, uh, okay, go ahead, well, Mike. The number two item was after jewelry was that you would buy each other a trip. Like an extra honeymoon, a trip down the road. No, I think like the, tickets it, to a game or something for the groom. I think the appropriate thing would be a Hickory Farms basket, right? <laughs> I love those. <laughs> Look at yeah. that! It's got some sausages, uh, some cheese. Sure you like that stuff? Sure, we can take the sausage uh, to the honeymoon. There you go. <laughs> if you go, um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, okay, guys. We'll see you later. Oh, I love when we end on those notes. The old, uh, the old uh, Mike, uh, Mike's entendre. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. I think it was more common years ago, Case, like when we got married. And okay. I, I think now it's kind of You dwindling. and Casey got married? <laughs> but I got married years before you got married, so. But you don't pay attention. Oh, uh, that's a good point. I think so you got did, your wife a gift. What did, what did Dennis get you? What did Dennis get you? Um, it was a, uh, I can't remember the name of the stone, but it was another ring. It was a blue stone mm-hmm. and it had, uh, diamonds on the side of it. Like, uh, and if you think about it, really, is it necessary to have another piece of jewelry? You just got one, but whatever. So the, what I meant earlier, Casey, cause you'd asked, what do I mean by agreed, agreed upon? Agreed upon, yeah. Is if she knew that you were going to get her a gift and she, uh, you knew she was going to get, no, no. It was not, no, it was not agreed oh, upon. Okay. Well, that's no. nice. I was not expecting a gift and I got one and okay. she wasn't expecting one either, yeah, but see, I, I, yeah, I got her a piece of jewelry that she could actually wear wow. at the wedding ceremony. Right. Yes. I gift my yes. wife into a coma and, and I do but I, I I did not I did not yeah. um I bet you you did. I did not I mean I, it didn't seem like something that we were we were yeah. just, there was such a morass of stuff going on. Yeah. We that wasn't something we added to the pile. My case mine was my something blue. The the ring was blue. Oh, okay. see I let her no. Um no, was you were going to do a double on time, weren't you? I was. <laughs> and By I the was way, like, can't get away with it. <laughs> Casey's the best gift giver I know. Oh. He is. He gets gifts for people all the time. It. He's, Stop it. He's he's very thoughtful in his gifts, and a lot of times he he tries to give experiences to people or things mm-hmm. that he knows that they're as opposed to just buying a token this or that. He, yeah. it's, it's something very personal. He's really really good at it. I missed he's, the mark on my wife's birthday this past year. By why? The way. You did? I got her. An gave air, her a flashlight. I gave her an air fryer, <laughs> and she was Guys, like. Oh, those things. I'm sorry, what? No, an air fryer. And she's like, oh, well, this is something. I was like, oh. oh, let her take it out and use it for a few times and actually have crispy fries on the reheat. Right. Then she'll see the light. Did she actually say, this is something? Oh, this is, I don't know if she said, this is something, but uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the only thing I got her, but I was like, oh, man, that was the one I was excited about. I was like, dude, because she makes like awesome chicken cutlets. She make- said, hey, you know, it's going to be great when I air fry your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. uh, air fryers are good, and I think that's a good. Well, yeah, it's also a healthy option. But but also, I guess Casey, you've you've you have a standard to live up to. I do, well, and I you're totally such, miss the mark. You are such a good gift giver that now it's kind of expected that yep. you. That was the a, plan, though. You know? Yeah, the air fryer was the stinker gift, so you could reset. Well, oh, our anniversary knock her out of her socks the next time. Our anniversary is eleven days later, so I bought her a Porsche. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> a Porsche fryer. Yeah. Steve, somebody sent. I hope I get you for Secret Santa this year because somebody sent me a, a, an idea for you on Instagram yesterday or the day before, and and I just uh, my response to this person was, 
God, I hope I get Steve for Secret Santa. Wow. Okay. You're good just, just measure my room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I found something for Preston that I love so much, and there's no guarantee that I'm going to get him for Secret Santa. Yeah. That I contacted his wife. I go, you should get this for him for Christmas. Because he's going to love it. <laughs> well, it's nice of you. Get it to me as a, for whatever, no reason <laughs> no other reason, than you're a yeah. really great well, guy yeah. gift. I guess you're right. I Diane do doesn't need the flashlight. Give that to Preston. Yeah, give it to Preston. me. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, wouldn't I take it first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Well, Nick says you can go halves. Yeah, Nick's buddy will go halves. I'm my buddy. (laughs) It's just Clorox. Anyhow, uh, we should do the Bizarre File, so we're going to do that now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. Brought to you by Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. It is October Auto Fest at Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. And this fall, Air has uh, bought out their best deals of the year on new vehicles. Huh? What in the world what? does that mean? Air? The actual air that we... Uh, the element of air. It's And this fall, Air has bought out their best deals of the year. I am Air, and I present to you the best deals of the year. <laughs> Fire will handle the next year's sales. Earth and sun shall follow suit. And water handles all the finance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, if you are if you have a deal that's so good that the elements are participating, <laughs> wow. Uh, shop Ram Power Days at DodgeChryslerJeepCity.com. We'll have to find out who the account executive is on that <laughs> well, one. Well, it's a fine establishment. I would take advantage of those sales. All right, so police in Pennsylvania say they are looking for someone who bought and used a cell phone with a fake one million dollar bill, and then attacked the woman when she when he was confronted. I will take this cell phone. Here is a million dollars. Can you make change? <laughs> uh, Scranton police say that uh, Alexis Brown agreed to sell her used iPhone 6s for a hundred dollars to a buyer that she met online. When the two met, the buyer handed Brown a roll of bills. She gave him the phone, and he walked away. The Scranton Times Tribune reports the roll contained two one dollar bills. One $10 bill and one $1 million bill. <laughs> Guy made out like a bandit. Uh, Brown told her girlfriend, uh, Bonnie, about the fake bill, and uh, she tracked down the buyer. And when she tried to grab the phone, he punched her in the face before running off. Wow. What is what is the actual largest bill in circulation? Uh, in circulation? Mm-hmm. $100 bill, I think, right? Yeah, in An- common circulation, it's the $100 bill, yeah. yeah. They've How, made what other is, ones. What is the highest denomination e- one could get? Made, where, yeah. where one. There was a $100,000 bill that had Woodrow Wilson right. on, on it, and I think that was the largest bill ever created. And the that $1 million was, dollar has Wilson from... Uh, from, uh, yeah, Home Improvement. Yeah. With the fence across his face. No, it was a $100,000 bill by Woodrow, Will- Woodrow Wilson was on it, and uh, they, they were used for bank... Right, uh, right, transfers right. and okay. things like that. So, so my one million dollar bill with Scrooge McDuck on it is uh, <laughs> no, it's not, not. It's not okay. No. It's legal tender uh, in Disney World. <laughs> not legit. Yeah. Uh, it, see if you can verify that for me, Nick. Or was it a ten thousand dollar note? Uh, yeah, it was ten thousand. Okay, and who was on that? Wilson from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> from Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a fence. No, just his eyes. Oh, that's Sam and P. Chase. That's not it. All right. I thought there was a yeah. Look down at the bottom there. See at the very bottom. That's Wilson. Hundred thousand dollar gold. Yeah, uh, you're certificate. right. Certificate. Okay. We're moving on now. This chick got punched <laughs> in the face and a million-dollar duck bill. <laughs> An argument involving uncontrollable bowel movements. Oh, boy. Wound up getting a 32-year-old woman dumped in jail. Uh, the case began when sheriff's deputies were called to an address after a domestic incident. A man told them... <laughs> A man told investigators that he and his 32-year-old wife had an argument that turned physical. He said that they were in their apartment... 
and quarreled about his wife giving human food to the dog. He said they repeatedly disagreed about this, saying when she gives the pooch human food, it makes the dog have uncontrollable bowel movements oh. throughout the house. Okay, I thought it was her who was having uncontrollable bowel movements. The man said the dog. He, he felt the argument escalating, and he tried to leave with their young child. He said his wife pushed him before grabbing a television remote control and hitting him in the head. Wow. He also said she scratched him. That escalated. The wife told deputies the argument started over giving the dog human food. She said she pushed her husband, hit him with a remote control, and scratched him. So she admitted to it. Well, here's what happened. I pushed him. He hit me with the remote, and then I scratched him. The woman was jailed on a domestic battery charge. And all the while, the dog is in the corner crapping on the floor. (laughs) A female jogger. Well, I have another pooping story. Oh, nice. Uh, A female jogger who was shamed on social media after pooping outside an office isn't doing well after the video footage went viral. Publicist Rocky uh, Jasenko uploaded a series of videos to her Instagram last week after discovering the poop outside her PR firm in Sydney, Australia. The perpetrator has now reportedly deleted all their social media accounts after a huge backlash online. Was she so she was in mid race? Uh, a jogger? I don't, I don't think it was jog? a race. I yeah. think she was just running. Yeah. Okay. Uh, journalist Zara McDonald said on her podcast, uh, "We actually had people reach out to us, and they said I actually know this woman, and she's not doing well." Huh. And there is so much more backstory to this footage that you cannot communicate on social media. And if people knew what was going on in this woman's life, they would not be behaving this way. If you've learned anything, it's it's poop by the loading dock. Yeah. Right? In one incident, the blonde woman stops between two parked cars, drops her pants and squats, holding her phone between her teeth as she relieves herself. Just taking a dump. The woman... <laughs> The woman was caught on security camera again just after 6 a.m. last Monday morning. Uh, Roxy uh, said it's disgusting. It's a lovely street line with heritage terraces, kids playing and riding their bikes. Human feces should not be on any street. Something needs to be done. She also wrote on Instagram, what an absolute disgrace you are doing this in our residential street where we have a primary school and multiple residences. Defecating in public is an offensive conduct in New South Wales and carries a maximum penalty of Three-month imprisonment and or $660. I mean, I think I might be more inclined to address this, uh, you know, face-to-face. Right. You know, rather than publicly shaming them. Um, But, uh, like, if you see them doing it, like, go outside and say... Can you please not do this? Well, this yeah. is on security camera yeah. footage. Okay, and they, had, they didn't oh, okay. know who they didn't know who this person was. So they, right. they posted it, and then it, it, it and then um, they found out who it was. Okay. They found out who she was. Yeah, <laughs> he crapping between the cars. Uh, and then finally, one more story: <clears throat> a base jumper who jumped illegally from a northwestern Wisconsin cell phone tower ended up calling the police on himself. Because his parachute became caught in a guy wire, leaving him dangling perilously 50 feet from the crowd. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. Uh, Hey, can you guys come get me? Uh, Police say the 20-year-old man jumped from the 300-foot Charter Communications Tower Thursday morning. I'm hanging perilously from a guide wire. After his uh, rescue around 9.30 a.m., the man was treated at uh, Mayo Clinic Health System, and then he was arrested for criminal trespass. Did you see the footage that was floating around of the the base jumpers where the one base jumper gets up on the other one facing him? They jump off together. You can't tell the one guy has a parachute as well. So the one guy sets off his parachute and the other guy jumps off him. No. And then just about when it looks like they, from, because the angle is up from the top, the summit of where they're jumping, just when you think the guy is going to hit the ground, he has a chute 
Deploy. Wow. No. It's crazy stuff. I, I was uh, at home on Friday night with my son, and we fell into a Preston and Steve Daily Rush uh, YouTube hole. Right. And you can watch all of them there. And uh, we ended up on some Kill Casey stunts. And so we I had never watched, I think from beginning to end, your skydive. Oh, yeah. Which was phenomenal. And you had the, the rainbow wig. It was <laughs> Probably 2002, 2003, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it was it's a really well-done video, especially from from that time. You know, it was before we had Nick Murphy, and it's uh, it's really cool. But I, it was it yeah. was neat to, to go back in time and watch you jump out of a plane. The second I put my face outside of the plane, my my goggles and wig <laughs> went flying. Yeah. They just ripped head. right off. It was and, such a small plane, too, Casey, because yeah. I did it with uh, Free Fall Adventures in, uh, in South Jersey. You were down the shore, I think. Yeah, I did skydive Jersey Shore. Um the problem with that was, and the only reason I would skydive again is because when you're when you're falling like that, your the the wind in your eyes it, it makes it really hard to see. So my and you didn't have your goggles ripped right off. It ripped right yeah. off, so it sort of affected my um, experience yeah. quite a bit. And you were yeah. trying to be on the air, which also affects your experience. Yeah, you could see on my right wrist, I have a, a cell phone taped we're to my video right here wrist. In the studio, yeah, uh, and uh, we lost uh, cell contact <laughs> when we were up in the air. But by the time the, the parachute deployed, I was able to like beep boop boop beep boop and call you guys and uh was able to get through to you guys uh probably at about i don't know thousand feet off the we air. got you yeah we, we lost you and then picked awesome. you back up it was pretty cool yeah yeah we're watching a video of it right now i tell you what man it's it's an intense experience yep scared the hell out of me personally you did it once did it. Yeah. didn't like it and wanted to make sure you didn't like it you did it again and and yeah, uh, i didn't like confirmed it, you <laughs> it. <laughs> hey press like uh, off air uh, we were talking about uh this plane thing that uh that steve and i had seen i, I want you to see this that uh, nick i don't know if you saw it a, a lufthansa plane no that Can was you play it so get your reaction yeah i want to get your reaction this, Watch this, this it was like an emergency landing. I, I um I can't believe that this wasn't. Something... This has to be from a while ago because yeah. this would have made all the news. But I've never seen anything like this. So it's a, it's a large jet coming in for a landing. It lands and then Whoa. bounces up over another jet, as I recall, right, Case? Yeah, yeah. This looks right, fake so, to me. So there's another plane right. on the uh, on the runway. That does look fake. Yeah, that looks fake. Uh, there's another plane on the runway, and this uh, the 747 basically hopscotches over it. Uh, or not hopscotches, uh, frog jumps over it, and then it, uh, it skids off the runway and goes sideways and holds together. So do you uh, think that's fake? I don't, yeah, I don't think that's real. Yeah, I think that's fake. All right. I absolutely think that's fake. I think it's look real. At, look at the, uh, yeah, look at the, the, those tires would have ripped right off going sideways like that. I would No, think. those are Pirelli's press. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The smoke that's created uh, behind the plane when it first lands looks um, completely fake to me. I'll tell you mm. why this looks like it's low resolution, A. It seems, now that I look at it, because it's not in, it's not, um... It's, yeah, something about me. Not something nation. about it makes me think it's uh, it might be real. I, I remember uh, years ago there was a, a, a video of, a, of a, a stunt plane and its wings ripped off, and then it came in for a perfect landing. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that, no, I that don't. I don't think happen. that would happen. Yeah. It yeah. does not, or one of its wings ripped off. Um, yeah, that doesn't quite look real. Well, I will look into it. Yeah, yeah we, we have to look into. We that. have an investigative reporter on here. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, so let's take a quick break, though. And uh, our ladies of Delilah's are enjoying themselves on our cam right now, and uh, we'll have them hang out there for a bit. I want to remind you. They have a big party going on. It's their 20th anniversary, 28th anniversary, and I lost my info sheet. You know what? While you're finding the info sheet, I need to call them heroes because these are not comfortable costumes that they're wearing. And they're they're stepping up, right? They're, they're pumping their hands. They know. 
Uh, but they're 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 putting on a wonderful show yeah. on the camera. In fact, was it Victoria that said, "How many strippers does it take to get into one of these?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can take a look at the ladies on our webcam right now. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple of text messages to highlight. Uh, somebody says, hey, Nick, who's the girl with the hair up in the bun on the hottie cam? That is Sadie, I believe. Yes, that's Sadie. Uh, this says, uh, tell the gals they put the wrong area code on the poster. She put the area code for Cleveland. Oh, no. So, <laughs> they know funny in Cleveland. They do know funny. Yeah. Uh, and then this other text says, hey, I just entered Preston County, West Virginia, on my way to Somerville, West Virginia, listening via the app. That's from Jim in Dover, Delaware. Oh, I love the amount of people who travel, and I've had over the past couple of days people telling us how often they use the podcast when they travel or the streaming uh, to listen to us wherever they are is really awesome. And yeah. I didn't know that there was a county in West Virginia named after me. You of course should. it is. That's where the Just Saying Institute is. It's in <gasps> yeah. Preston County. Damn it, I didn't in even Virginia, pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, of I course. forgot we put it there. Absolutely. Yeah. 200 okay. acres sprawling in a monorail system. We'll have to visit <laughs> the uh, the Just Saying Institute in the near future. Hey, by the way, uh, I had a story in the Bizarre File yesterday of a, a school, and I forgot what country it was in, but they, uh, the and I've seen this before. I've seen this in, in, in other uh, foreign countries, never seen it in the U.S., where they actually put a box on the student's head. They'll they'll cut out just a square in the front. It's almost like they're wearing an old TV set on their head. The, yeah. It was uh, in India. It was in India, okay, yeah. to combat cheating, to keep people from looking at the person to the left <laughs> wow. or right. Yeah, so they're well, looking right down at the test. Well, they take a test. But I, I heard recently that that isn't even, I mean, just the old, you know, sneaking the, the look at, at your uh, your next-door neighbor's uh, paper is not necessarily the chosen form of cheating these days because so much stuff is done online now that uh, students are using Google Docs quite a bit uh, to cheat with. All the time. Yeah. And so now they're, they're trying to make... In fact, they've said they've noticed a, um, a general increase in um, grades that they believe is artificially manipulated. Really? Through the, and so much so that Google itself has stepped up and has, um, like I'm looking at an article here, they're trying to set up ways to prevent Google Docs being used for so, cheating. So here's the way I understand that this works. And, and if I'm wrong, please tell me. Yeah. We've got we've got students here. We've got strippers that know the answers <laughs> as well because Victoria was chiming in on this while we were off air. Um, that if, if someone takes a test in a class before you, that you're going to have that same class and they therefore can get that exact exam that you're about to take and send that to you before you take the exam. Is that kind of the way it works? Is that what I understand? You know who knows? Uh, ben knows. Ben, ben come yeah. in here. Ben. ben. He's hey, not ben, paying attention. Come ben, in come in here. Because, uh, yeah, Ben was uh, describing this to us off air yesterday and then a little bit more today because he was saying that there are some websites that you can use to block 
Google Docs. Okay. okay. So that uh, in, this isn't an issue anymore? Intern Ben, we're going to get him on the mic. And uh, by the way, Ben, are you currently a student? Uh, yes, I go to Temple University right now. I've been there for three years now. Okay. All right. So uh, what I was just saying, I know you guys were busy in the other room there. Uh, when when someone is taking an exam, they can take that exam and give it to someone else who has a, a te- that same test later on in the day. Is that how it works? So it totally depends, but like a lot of the times, it will just be on your laptop in class, and it's impossible to govern everyone's laptop, as you can imagine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Had to run in. He's yeah. a little nervous. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to talk like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and actually, is it the thing? Is it the total documents? <laughs> <laughs> I've talked to Ben many times. I've he never heard his voice quite like that. And that as we uh, matriculate through the process of the Temple University, anyway, of course, it enriched by the learning that we have. So, but, so, so, you I guess. Kid, you poor kid. I guess no. Ben he doesn't talk. So I guess. Excited we, to come on here with yeah, We just, we just pulled him in half by. It's not his fault. It, we, it's not his Call fault. Call off court. That's all. Okay. <laughs> so Ben, I guess what Preston's asking is, how does Let's start over? How does the document get disseminated to everyone who's looking to cheat off that original document? So you can have a Google Doc open on your laptop in like a separate tab. And yeah. then you can send it to anybody that has like a Google email. And of course, our school uses Google for everything. Right. So, so it's like practically built in. So when the teacher is giving you the test, they're giving you the test on a Google Doc? So it's only for us, it's a thing called Canvas. A lot of schools use it, but. Which is what? It's like an online platform for your classes. So this is where like grades get posted, assignments get posted, but it can host quizzes. So you can have the Google Doc, I guess, open on a different browser. Right. And and just sort of toggle between the two, the test and the Google Doc test, Google Doc. I I don't know. Gabby's here as well. Uh, she's also a student. You know. What's your take on Yes. Stop it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Poor Ben. We pull, pull him in while he's trying to do other work. So yeah. we. <laughs> What's your take on it, Gabby? Yeah. So if you're in a group. Um, just like in a group, when you're doing one of your assignments, you obviously have everybody's email. So you can set up this Google Doc where you can share everything that you do. So even if you're in one class earlier and you have a friend that's in the next class later in the day, you can just share that document with other people in other classes. So here's what I was thinking initially. So uh, to me, the, the the most obvious would be you, you take a, you, you know, you, with your phone, you you take a scan of the, yeah. of the, of the test document. How is the test... Is how is it administered to? Is it administered? Are you receiving the test on your computer to complete on your computer? No. So sometimes you will get the physical test. Okay. And then you just take a picture. You upload it into the doc. And so it is the picture. Okay. Yeah. So you're taking a, a picture of the questions on the test. So say you have a two or three page test. Yeah. They take the pictures quickly with their phone. Boom. Put it in the Google Doc, and then it goes out instantly to all yep. the people who are in in their email. Yep. Okay. okay. And Victoria, were you the student? Did you do this or hear about this happening as well? Oh, why is your mic not on? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yes. So when I was in school, it was just super easy. Um, number. Well, first of all, the website is pretty, like, once you, like, get it down, it's super easy to, like, use. And, yes, like, sharing is, like, so easy. And it's so easy to communicate on there amongst many people. Did anyone ever flow? I mean, because they're saying that it's actually having, it has had, and Google has actually had to step into give teachers ways to fight this. Is that, do you know anyone who's ever cheated using the system? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm 
was going to ask. I would say. Well, actually, no, I'm not aware. <laughs> well, I heard because that, here's the thing. They have monitoring now. So you can actually type it. You'll get alerts. So the teachers or the principals of the school will get alerts when um, Google Docs are shared or if there's editing and uh, if there's certain words okay. that are used. So uh, it's actually, according to a principal that I know, it's actually easier <laughs> to catch the kids uh, now with Google Docs than it was really? with, with um, yeah, like a paper and pencil. So, Ben, there's always ways around the ways around the ways. So is there a way around this? <laughs> yeah, so something we do a lot is you can, when you're done taking a quiz online, you can actually save the results as like a PDF. Yeah. Which shows all the answers. So you can share that with people who have like the class later in the day and they can use that okay. against it. Okay. Here's the question. If you're going in, okay, you've you've cheated, but you've I mean it <laughs> you, you you have to read what the answer is and you kinda of, maybe you've retained that information. So here, you know what I mean? Well I think what happens uh, unless I mean, I, it's cheating, um, but unless I miss this guess, uh, at least in this one level, somebody has to be the first one in who's they're not they don't have the benefit of having it. So right. first to the test is going to have to take the test for what it is. So you better pay them. Yeah, right. You know. So they're they, right because first and person people, in won't yeah. have the advantage of a, a, extra time to look for the answers of the test. Oh no, and that's totally true. So what happens is that one person will send the picture over to another student. This student will then proceed to go to the restroom, answer the question, and send it out to everybody. So, okay. Oh, so they, so so with Google, so it doesn't have to be Google Docs. You could simply, if you have someone, yeah. if you have someone, if you're in proximity and you're using just like a, like a Dropbox or, or or something, you can get those pictures and get it done the same way. Exactly. How, did you guys? How often do you see guys using tech uh, to cheat with tests in school? All the time. All the time. Literally so every exam, it. it happens. Every yeah. exam. So you believe that Why are they that still doing this stuff online? Why, why aren't people taking paper tests anymore? So there is a solution. It's called the Lockout Browser. So they will make you install it on your computer. The schools will have it on their computers. And what this will do is it will make it so you cannot do anything else on that computer. Well, well he says, why not just there? do a, an actual paper test? I think it's just a grading thing. It's easier yeah. for a computer to grade it for yeah. you than grading 100 papers. Okay. Right. It might be a time-saving thing, yeah. I thought I heard someone say that she thought that people were just being lazy in this case, right? <laughs> right? Someone... <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but... I wonder how, like, um, good students are reacting to this stuff. Well, like, I, the, the, I, I wouldn't you know want to I mean? take the test and, like, share my A answers with everybody else so they don't have to do the work, but I did all the studying. It, little Kathy, in, 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 in high school, there was a kid, I remember clearly, this kid would go, and especially in an earth science class, Mrs. Teagan, I think her name was, she would leave the test in her open bag up on the, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And he would cl- clip it. <laughs> she would always she would stand in the hallway talking to the teacher from the other class, Take it, right, you know, write down as quickly as he could, and always, and the kid was always acing the the class, <laughs> yeah. and it was so in a more organic way. He was cheating old school, but it was the same sure. thing essentially. Yeah, it was a kid that I know who cheated off of this other kid in the chemistry final, and he knew, uh, so he cheated the whole thing except for there was one answer that he knew that the kid was wrong on, yeah. and he, uh, you know, did the right answer. And so that kid that was cheating got the highest grade in the class. He got a 95. Oh, man. And that kid is me. <laughs> <laughs> the most, the most um, involved cheating scam that I had ever heard of uh, yeah. with, with, with people I went to school with was this one. So we had a history class together. Uh, and this guy, the, the classroom had a door that went to outside, led to outside the school. Okay, so he didn't go in and out of it, but the door was there. It may right. have been for you know, uh, um, fire drills or whatever it may be. 
So what he did was when the teacher was out of the room one time, he took some regular masking tape and taped um, the part of the door that closes and, right. and it sticks out and, and sticks and, into yeah. the uh, yeah. into the, the the wall. Right, whatever so the door you call was, it, the door jam. Right. So he taped it shut. Nobody ever goes in and out of that door. Right. They so wouldn't check. Nobody would have checked it. And he knew where the he knew where the tests were kept inside a cabinet that was locked up. There's had a padlock yeah. on it. So he taped that shut. He came in in the evening. He took the hinges off of the cabinet. <laughs> Stop oh. it. Got the test. Oh my god. Made the copy. Put it all back together. Boom. Got out of there. Ace the exam. That's a really involved. Stuff. How did you do that? What's that? How did you do that? <laughs> I did, I have no way I was smart enough to think of that, dude. And then another friend That's of mine. That's crazy, man. Who went on to become very successful, still a good friend of mine, uh, cheated regularly in college. Two things he did. Number one, in the back of Rolling Stone magazine used to be these ads that were like exams taken for you. All the or time. not exams. Uh, uh, essays. Papers. Essays. Papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, term papers and things like that. And you could order them. And apparently they were checked to see if they oh, had been used yeah, yeah, in your yeah. university before. And he ordered them all the time, used them, never got caught, got great grades. And then another time, he was, never forget him telling me the story, <laughs> his friend uh, knew how to pick locks. And typical that this particular guy who I went to high school with would know how to to pick pick locks. locks. And so it was going to be on the final exam. And this was at, dude, the University of Missouri. I mean, a big school. Yeah. Yeah. They they break into the building. And uh, I'll I'll never forget him telling me. He's like, yeah. So he's he's like, Brent lights up a cigarette. And he's got this flashlight. And he's looking at things like, (laughs) yeah. It's Animal House. He's sitting there. He's looking at it. He's like, yeah. This is a uh, this is a Houston four three seven. I'm gonna need blah 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 this and that. And he's like, yeah, this is, gonna, this is gonna take a couple minutes. Come back in a couple minutes. He's sitting there picking the lock. No way. They go in, get the exam, stole it. I, I'm like, wouldn't it have been easier just to study? Well, yes, yeah. but, but there, there, and there's a level of, sort of intellect and, yeah. and and resource that, if applied to just studying the material, would have probably yielded good results. And they would have gone to jail. <laughs> but but look caught. at this. Yeah. Now that we're dealing with classes with with enhanced reality and and you know the, as Google Glass and all that stuff becomes. Imagine if you had Google Glasses and you had Google Docs on the Google Glasses, so you're taking the test. Mm-hmm. No one could see what's going on. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. All right, let me go to this call. This is uh, Babyface Reed. It says oh, here. Oh yeah. Hi, Babyface. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good. What's up, man? Is this the Babyface Reed strongman? Babyface Reed. Yes, it is. Sir. Yeah, how are you, sir? Yes. Go ahead. So when I was in high school, I broke my neck my sophomore year of high school. So we had an alternate program. I graduated in Jersey, and you went, basically, my class was mostly, like, kids with either attendance issues or disciplinary issues. Yeah. I was there making up time, so they were not necessarily good students. So what would happen was they'd be like, hey, here's five, ten bucks. Would you mind taking my tests for me? And, like, I grew up poor, so I was like, absolutely. I'd happily do something for you. So you would take tests for other students? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And that, well, that listen. That's just what happened in the Varsity Blues uh, case. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that. Yep. Yeah, that, that's a standard. Now, in a, in classes where it's a little bit more intimate and the teacher is aware of who the students are, that's going to be a problem. It is, and that's the thing. Is like you look at different circumstances, and that's what it is too. A lot of the standardized testing, the teachers don't necessarily care about like how the students go on after that point. They just want those test scores. They want it to reflect well in the school. I think that's a lot of pressure for the students where it's like they don't necessarily care about that principle. So, I mean, you look at it one way, somebody's going to cheat for a reason. Either they're in a bad situation, they want to get out of it, what have you. So, Um, Did you make a decent amount of money? 
I made enough that I could eat. So that was the important part. Okay. There you go. Nice. All right. Interesting. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, I'm, I'm going to go to, hang on, Missy. Missy works IT for a school district, and uh, she can tell us a little bit about this. Hey, Missy, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. So you've seen this before then, right? Well, I actually, um, I'm surprised Temple doesn't have anything to figure this out because I work for a K-12 school district, and we have something called a lockdown browser where kids, when they go to take a test online, they have to go through this browser, and it does not allow them to access anything else but that test. Yeah, Ben said they actually do have it. <laughs> yeah, Ben did mention they have the lockdown browser. Okay. <laughs> uh, and and yeah. so, so now you can actually, it's pretty easy for you to track it down then. Yeah, they actually can't do anything. Like, they, they cannot from that area, they log in to that test, and they cannot go anywhere else. They can't open Google Docs. They can't open a tab to, like, Google anything. There you go. It, it prevents them from cheating. So let me ask you, how extensive, before this stuff was put into place, how extensive was a digital uh, cheating uh, within your uh, K-12 through school? Well, it, this has been here since I've been there, but just in my experience, I mean, kids will find any way to cheat, whether it's passing <laughs> a note to somebody or... Yeah writing it on their hands it's just technology gave them another way to do that so they were using google docs was huge where kids would like the the your intern was saying they would just share docs and share it and put all the answers and everything in it but this stops them from doing that so it's it's pretty much shut it down okay all right thank you appreciate it you're as, welcome no problem as far as the essays go because you you brought up uh you know people writing essays and and you know buying them and things like that so there's actually a website that the colleges and the high schools use where they enter the whole essay in there and if any part of it is plagiarized it will you know red flag it okay uh and then the kid just gets a zero they can scan so years and years ago the thing that used to be it was not cheating but it was close were cliff notes yeah. oh yeah and cliff notes allowed were you know, sort of thumbnail rev- I, that versions was, okay, so, of books. So if that was cheating, I was the queen of cl- Cliff Notes. I don't think I read a full book in my entire high school cliff career. Cliff Notes were good. I got the Cliff Notes. <clears throat> I read those. And listen, I knew I was not getting an A because the teachers were smart and they asked more in-depth questions than right. what you would get in the Cliff Notes. But you know what? It, it got me passing. So I was like, okay, I'm which you, Which it. you couldn't do or was hard to do was include... Verbatim yeah. in in, yep. in your report, yeah. On so book you from, had to learn how, how to notes, put yeah. your own spin on it. Yeah, it used to crack me up that the cliff notes, which were traditionally supposed to be shorter than the book itself, to help you. The cliff notes for Great Gatsby were longer than the Great uh, Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, some of them yeah, were yeah. so long. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I know, then, Kathy. I was the same way. I didn't. I don't think I read a single book in high school, which is too bad because I really enjoy reading now. Yeah, yeah. And, and I probably missed out on some really well, great stories. For years think- and years, the Reader's Digest used to publish the condensed version of novels, which yeah. would be for people I never quite understood. I like this book, but I wouldn't want to read more of it. Uh, right. Mice and Men, I think, was the only one yeah. that I read. That's covered a short a one. Yeah, that old man in the sea. Great Gatsby, yeah. Nick. It is, yeah. yeah. Also, it's, it's amazing, but it's short. Movies were a great way to not have to read the books as well. So. You just had yeah. to make sure that, you know. And, and like was, Breakfast at Tiffany's, yeah, right, yeah. which has a very different totally ending than the book. And then also, like, you can't answer, like, well, Ralph Macchio dies in the yeah, end. Right, yeah. Yeah. Hang on, let me go to let me go to this. Speaking of different ways to uh, cheat, this one's interesting. Hey, Nicole, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, Nicole? Poor Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. Uh, he's, he's doing fine. <laughs> so my cousin, she went to Penn State and she had a physics class, and she was really bad at physics. And her teacher would actually let the kids while they were taking their tests 
have their earbuds in and listen to music because the teacher felt it was soothing and it would help them concentrate. Well, my cousin would actually take a picture of her test, send it to her best friend, who was literally around the corner in the cafeteria, and she'd be on the phone with her best friend while her best friend was looking up all the answers and giving her the answers. <laughs> but right that's, answers. that's oh, wonderful. Man. That's, that's brilliant. That is. That's, I mean, and you can, in, in, in oh her effort God. to make it a more comfortable experience for the students, they're routing it out to the cafeteria to get the answers. Oh, so that's yeah, that's we're like, brilliant. Yeah, we're like, Morris, you can't even add two plus two. How are you getting A's on all your physics tests? You know, I remember years ago, like, people writing answers when it was just letters, when they would get the letters and multiple choices on the inside of their glasses, mm-hmm. on the rim, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, stuff like that, on the inside of jewelry, on a, on a bracelet or a watch. Steve, a text just came in which reminded me of something that uh, was common in my high school, and I had totally forgotten about it. The writing of the answers on rubber bands. Do you guys yes. know about that? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. So yeah. You would write the. You would have to stretch the rubber band out. Yep. To see it. Then write the answers, mm-hmm. and then and let it contract, and then you couldn't see the answers. And, Correct. Yeah. And so because like, the ink would would shrink up so tight yeah. that it just looked like uh, scribbling. It was really innovative. Yeah. I remember that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to John. John apparently was a bad guy. Uh, is sort of sorts. Ooh. Hi, John. You're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, it says here you were a rat for the teachers. Sort of. No, no, it wasn't that it was. So, like, I, grew up, right. I went to a private school in the area, and I won't say what it was, but I was there from 6th grade to 12th grade, and I was someone who idolized Ferris Bueller growing up. So yes. I kind of pulled every trick under the book for all seven years. Uh, 12th grade, I kind of got busted kind of cold, and they essentially asked me, said, listen, dude, we're rewriting the rule book. We're not going to let you walk at graduation unless you kind of fess up here and tell us of some of the scams that get pulled around here. And I kind of had to tell them a whole bunch of stuff that were pretty obvious, I thought, but they were, like, totally in the dark. So the you were basically one... like when you – and I'll, we'll get the list. But so when like yeah. when they st- when they get someone who's a computer hacker and then they hire them yeah. to work at the FBI, that's basically what they did for you. Literally, and the, and the irony is because they made me write an essay. So I had to write, like, a five-page essay about it, and I can't, it had to be grammatically correct. So, that was like kind of my punishment. Was what fun. were some of the things <laughs> you revealed to them that they were uh, in the dark about? So some, so some of the basic stuff was they had to use the nurse's office where you could go to the nurse's office and then act like you were going home for the day and then kind of just leave. And then the next teacher, you'd have people be like, oh, he was at the nurse and no one would really follow up because there was a follow-up system that was easy. People with notes, the, the you could call in the day before and be like, oh, uh, my son's very sick today. And, blah, 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 blah. and the girl, the woman who would relay that message would never really check in. Like, there was all kinds of easy stuff. But the number one thing was they ended up getting rid of what they called the Scantron sheets. And that was the way that you would take the test where you would get this sheet. It was just blank, but it would have these white squares, blue square for every 10, like one through like 100, we'll say, on like a list of how you would mark answers, A through E. And every 10, there would be a different colored bubble. It was just white, blue, white, blue, white, blue. So you could be 10 yards away from somebody. It didn't matter. You just looked to your left even half an inch, and you could just see, oh, it was the second line, and the first blue square must be number 12, and looks be. So like, it was so easy, and that's how they did it. I remember those that. Scantron sheets. Sure. I remember yeah. the, uh, the... That's the why you needed a number two pencil. Number two pencil, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, so my, so also, my freshman year of college, I was still friends with a couple kids behind me, and they told me that the new disciplinarian was such a ball-buster man. They, they're, kids, they're busting everybody, and I just, all college, I felt so guilty as hell. But well, to be, you I'm know, up to you guys now. <laughs> you're fessing up now. You're coming clean. Well, you would ha- and you would also, depending, there'd be some t- teachers that would just sit up in the front during a test. Just when you were doing old school, real rudimentary cheating, yeah. a teacher oh, yeah. that would walk the class yep. would have less people cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just, I mean, because the old thing would be if you were helping someone out, you'd put your test to the edge of your desk 
they would ca- you know casually oh, yeah. glance over. Yeah. That's that's why they, in India they incorporate the box system. Right. Yeah. Right. It's Interesting. Crazy. One last one, then before I go, I know yeah. I'm go. Listen, the biggest one. This was like kind of we were like this was 2007, so there was the internet and everything, but there was before Google Doc and all that crap. You couldn't do that. The the AP Chemistry exam. This was actually a big deal about our school. They had to like almost suspend like half the half the half the grade because uh, the, the TI-83 graphing calculator. Those old crap, like the ones that some kid created a game that looked like Snake, the old Nokia snake game yeah and that's where it looked like you'd load it up and it would say snake but then you could go to the menu and it was a way to punch in chemistry uh formulas and it would bounce it for you <laughs> so essentially the every single kid in the class had it and they busted them and, and there was a huge so like kids will find whatever they need to do whether they need yep. to bury stuff outside in the dirt and bam, yeah. <laughs> no so what was the last do you remember what there was what was the last Thanks, big John. cheating scandal where they actually i think they actually made their students repeat basically the year or something like that they, they it was it was like a District-wide cheating scandal, and I don't know if, if answer keys were stolen or something, but it, I don't remember. It was pretty crazy. Wow. Uh, let me. And by the way, overwhelming response on the text messages. They want more Ben. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. so Ben has a charity thing that he wants to plug. So we'll maybe we'll do that at the end of this break. Is that cool? Do you have that info? I can print it out. Okay. Okay. We'll get it. We'll get it. Right, right, we'll get it's that. on the computer out there. All right. Let me go to. Well, we look forward to it. Look <laughs> this website. <laughs> Let me go to Ben's great. Let here. me go to Matt. Hey Matt, you're on the air. Good morning. What's going on, Presbo? How's it going? It's going good, brother. What's up? So uh I, I recently just graduated not too long ago and uh one of the things I would see is uh a lot of people who had smartwatches would download these apps so you can type the note cards on your phone. Yes. And then during tests they can look at their watch, you know, all discreet and like flick like and see the answers on there that way. Yeah, there's an easy. So that, this was one from a while ago on the on the Apple Watch where you can just simply um, you can simply write a letter. So if you're taking a multiple choice letter, uh, multiple choice test based on letters, you can you can you write at, with your finger as you. It looks like you're just and you can just do it. You know how to you know enter in data the way you normally write, and that will immediately broadcast to whoever phone you're connected to, and they're able to see it. And it's just simply a watch. It doesn't yeah. screen cheating. You, yeah. You could never see it. Yeah. I mean, you just blend it in, you know. I mean, they could even take, I've seen uh, teachers make your phones put, or they make you uh, put your phone away in like, uh, let's say like little baggies or something in the front, but you still have your watch. So the, you still, the, you know, I would think exactly that they would, right. they would require Apple watches watch to be, to be <laughs> yeah. gone as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Interesting. All right. Oh, ben has something to say about oh, the ben. Apple watches. Yes. So not about the Apple watch, but I do have a story <laughs> we can go into. Okay. okay. Please do. So in high make school, I went to a tech school. So I was in the computer programming, obviously. Right, yeah. Obviously. So, <laughs> but we figured out a way to cheat on the learning guides, which is like our little, like, our little exercises to learn how to program, but the teacher caught wind of this. Yeah. So for a month, every student had to handwrite all their code. Oh, God. Because we were cheating, it, which is like Writing, Java and HTML, com- that's awful. That's crazy. That's all little symbols. We had to handwrite all of it, then we had to type it up, and that was like his way to prevent us from cheating. And I was pissed because I... Wasn't cheating. I was the one actually doing it right. Because this all the is other outlandish. Students <laughs> this is absolutely outlandish. I'm take you outside and kick your ass. Did you rat everybody out because <gasps> you weren't what cheating? What am I, a monk? <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, Casey, I was trying to be cool. All no, right. no, but so that's, how did you, how long did it take to take a test like that? Well, for what would take five minutes on the computer was yeah. about 25 on the paper. Jesus. Just because you got to remember the symbols, you got to. Yeah. Squiggle them or whatever. Just you have to talk through them. Just, talk, just keep this talking. This is the goddamn dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's goddamn ridiculous. Twenty-five on the paper. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, to write, who's talking about writing code is uh, in, in all symbols and intense stuff. It's... Preston, <laughs> get yourself together. I can't. Steve, Steve being outrageous bad is killing me. Oh. This is an outrage. Preston, our, our dancer wants to uh, chime in here as well. Oh, yes, Victoria. Yes. Yeah, don't forget about me. Okay. I'm anyways. sorry, Victoria. No, it's okay. Uh, it's just so funny. I'm listening to how, like, far people will go to, like, actually cheat. And I went to a really good school, and we would literally cheat in groups, and the teachers had no idea. That's how No idea. Is. I guess they were just paid so well. That, like, <laughs> like, I swear, they didn't care. Do you think there's some credence to the fact that schools who rely on, uh, you know, how the, well the school's performing oh. would, would allow this to happen to... I don't... I guess to keep up with the... Their the reviews and stuff whatever. like that? Yeah. It's conceivable. I, mean, I went to a really good school, so, like, I guess, like, high test, test scores were, yeah. like, super important. So it's and- plausible deniability. Right, that you can say, oh, okay, they're just getting good grades. And what's funny enough, in ninth grade, I actually had a social studies teacher that would literally grade you on like if he liked you or not. Like we would write what we had for breakfast on, <laughs> like literally, I would yeah. write the most ridiculous answers, and some of them would be right, and some of them would be wrong. I swear, this man graded you on whether he liked you or not, or maybe your outfit that day. Like I swear, <laughs> I, I bet he you didn't did care. very well. Yes, being stunningly gorgeous helps too. I passed, by the way. It's got to be so hard. He was a G. He was awesome. What's going on over here? (laughs) (laughs) Just because she's super hot, she passes. (laughs) I'm here writing goddamn code. My fingers are falling off. (laughs) (laughs) She she talks about having egos and she gets an A+. You're a good sport, Ben. Uh, ben, uh, give out your Instagram uh, handle. While yes, we ha- please do. Some yeah. people are, are asking how to uh, to see you. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, oh. Ben's on the radio, which is kind of fitting since I'm on the radio right now. Yeah, and Ben is on the uh, actively involved in the radio program at Temple and had uh, had us come out and speak. And uh, so he's he's actually he's a really good guy. All one right, word, Ben's right. on the radio. Yeah. And, and Victoria, do you have an Instagram account you want to hit? Oh, I sure do. Okay. <laughs> so it's, um, it's Victoria Sage with four E's. S-A-G-E-E-E. Okay, okay. Victoria Sage <laughs> with four E's at the end there. Okay. Sorry, Instagram, it was taken. You know, I had to, I had to improvise. I got yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. We, we yeah. all have to, I guess. So, and uh, Gabby, do you have any social media you want to promote since you're on the mic, too? I guess. It's Gabby Rodden at Instagram. Gabby what? Rodden. R-O-D-I-N? D-D-E-N. D-D-E-N. Ah, okay. see, there you go. Ben, yours looks like Benson, the radio. It does. Yeah, it looks Benson like the radio. Ben, Benson the Radio. Yeah, on Twitter it's capitalized because you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Instagram doesn't have that much. I, you know, I just noticed that. I, 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 that's kind of crazy. Uh, Robert does, Guillaume, of course, is the top actor. That doesn't make you angry? And that was it? an outrage. <laughs> God, that sounds like I have a rheumatoid arthritis writing all this code. And over here she says she had a Pop-Tart for breakfast. She has an A+. plus. <laughs> I love when you threaten to kick ass. Outside now, I'm going to put my foot so far up your ass, you're going to see my big toe coming out your nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right, we have to wrap this up. Oh, right. we do? Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. No, no. Uh, listen, we will invite Ben back on the air. Yes, absolutely. No doubt. But, uh, we may have a feature. A new star has been born. But uh, do we want to get this uh, information from him about oh, the yeah, charity? charity? Yes, yeah. your charity. Yes, please. Okay, so this is coming. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, next weekend, November 2nd to the 3rd, if you want to hear more of this, I'm going to be doing a 25-hour marathon. And You did this last year. You did this last year. And it was a big success. Yes. Yeah. So 
what we do is myself and a local YouTuber, known as some call me Johnny, who's listening right now. Hey, Johnny. Yeah. We will play a certain video game series for 25 hours, and while we're doing this, we're soliciting uh, donations for CHOP. Okay. Well, that's very noble. Very it's cool. through this awesome um, association called Extra Life. Yeah. And it all it benefits the Child Life Services. So, you know, the things that will get the video games in the kids' rooms, get them toys and all these other fun things. Excellent. So that will start at 12 o'clock. This year it's called the Donkey Konga Line. So we're playing every <laughs> Donkey Kong game. From the 1981 arcade machine to the uh, Tropical Freeze on uh, the Nintendo Switch. So we'll okay. put this up on the, on the website, and we'll remind people as we get closer to it. But, uh, yeah, so all that information will be up there, and, and we can... Uh, the, when does it start? When does it finish? It starts at 12 o'clock, November 2nd. You can go watch and donate at donkeykongaline.xyz. All right. And... The XYZ is just something we started because that was all we could buy one year. We figured, <laughs> let's make a tradition. Okay. okay. All cool. right. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate right. that. Thank and then, you. Victoria, what's going on tonight at uh, Delilah's? So, tonight is the Delilah's 28th anniversary party, and it's featuring special guest DJ PS1, and it's the 11th annual poll ca- uh, contest, and it's choreographed by performances by Delilah's dance team, and it's sponsored by Grey Goose, Bacardi Oakheart, and Sam Adams. And if you would like to reserve a table and bottle service, you just need to contact 215-625-2800 at extension 0. There you go. Cool. Excellent. Nice job, everybody. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gabby, as well. We appreciate you guys chiming in. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. You know what? Let me give away some of these movie screening passes for Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. With a screening next Tuesday at the IMAX screen, UA Riverview, 730. If you would like to go... Uh, be one of the next two callers right now, 215-263-WMMR. We shall put you on the list, and it will hit theaters on November 1st. I'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We love these gals uh, from Delilah's who come in here. And what I didn't know, what see what's going on, is a whole other show on our webcam. Oh yeah! And apparently they were like posing questions. They were they were asking questions of the of the viewers of the webcam, That's and great. a couple of interesting questions too. All right. So uh, Sloan was asking, "What is a better stripper name?" Treasure chest or lunchbox? Treasure chest or lunchbox? And I was like, "That's a stripper name." She goes, "Yeah, I knew a girl. She had she would walk around with a lunchbox and collect tips. <laughs> and apparently, she made a ton of money because she had a lunchbox with her." Well, there uh, you go. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's a unique idea. Sure, a unique name, definitely lunchbox. And now on the center stage, lunchbox. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's a football nickname for like a defensive lineman. Yeah, you know, like a defensive tackle. But How about gash say, register? Let's say gash register. Let's say you're in a club and you hear this name Lunchbox. Yeah. I got to see what Lunchbox yeah, is like. Yeah, it's, you it's know? an interesting conceit. Yeah. And then uh, Sadie was posing the question, best movie strip club scene. So we were, going, we were, we were talking about this off air, and you bo- both you and I thought that the, uh, the in The Wrestler, Marissa Tomei. I thought that was a great scene. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought it also portrayed... Yeah, a, a uh, an exotic dance club, kind yeah. of the way they are, right? You know, just pretty straight ahead, at least the ones that I've experienced. But so. this, yeah, they're 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 at a, another level, you know, with their Vegas shows and stuff like that. It's it's pretty amazing. So, yeah. mm. does I'm anybody trying, want to contribute? I'm trying to think. 
Uh, I don't know any strip club movies. Well, there's, you where know, there's from, scenes. From Dusk till dawn, yeah. There's, yeah, scenes. Not necessarily a movie about a strip club, yeah. but there, there are plenty of movies that have huh. strip clubs. Here's a good one in uh, in the movie Dragnet. Oh, that's a great one. Where he, Tom Hanks takes him. He goes, hey, I know a place that has a great cup of coffee. <laughs> and so there, the next thing you know, he's got like an ass shaking in his face. And you see Dan Aykroyd just deadpan as always like, for once you're right, Shrebeck, this is a great cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> or how about um, uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Uh, there's a couple of good scenes in the the strip clubs in that first one where they take, uh, where he takes the, the two the police two officers yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from Beverly Hills yep. in and, and yep. uh, has what? them kind of out of their element. Well, do you remember the movie Striptease with Demi Moore? <clears throat> yeah. That was a big one. So, that, okay, we're getting a yeah, hands up on that from one <laughs> yeah, of our Yeah, they wouldn't know these older movies that yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, but, no but the, uh, that, that one has uh, actual legitimate. In fact, they, <clears throat> they shot that, I believe, in Florida at one of their prime clubs. It's also a great scene in uh, the first Oceans movie. Where uh, Brad Pitt is, uh, he's getting he's getting w- one of the you know they have everybody around town works for him. Yeah, and he goes to a strip club and and he gets an ID from uh, the girl who snags it off of the guy, and then he go- he goes, "Hey, how's your mom doing?" She's like, "Or tell your mom I said hi." And she goes, "You can tell herself she's on in five minutes." Yeah. <laughs> he just goes, "Oh, yeah." I found the best movies with stripper scenes on Ranker. Uh, okay, there's a strip scene and where the Millers. Oh, Jennifer yes. Aniston in the warehouse. Yeah. Well, that's no, what these ladies were just a scene mentioning in the, in the club too. In the beginning, when they first she he goes to to talk to her okay. about being a part of the the scam to do okay. this drug busing she's in a club also varsity blues yep, when they go there uh the teacher is in uh yeah. you know like one of the i don't know which, which teacher it was oh yeah she was a dancer yeah the, oh. it's not a uh strip club scene per se but the strip tease that Jamie Lee Curtis does in True Lies is I was phenomenal. just going to say that That's it's one that. of the best strip dances i've ever seen yeah. of a non full on nude yeah. moment she, um, she's really sexy there you go, Steve. Here's a big one we're missing. Sin City. Oh. Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba with the lasso. Yes. Yeah, you're just in time. She's just getting warmed up. Yeah. And he points, she points to the, the stage. that the little nine-year-old I used to take care <laughs> yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What's Planet Terror? Uh, that is another Robert Rodriguez uh, movie. It is, uh, I guess, Rose McGowan. Is uh, Planet Terror. Yep. It, it's part of the Grindhouse. So there's Grindhouse. It's a Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. Movie so Robert Rodriguez directed Planet Terror, which is a horror movie, and then um, Quentin Tarantino directed the second part, which is about a like a serial killer stunt driver. Here's another good one uh, in the movie Dogma. Uh, Selma Hayek, yes, they're in the strip club, yes. and she does a little kind of sucking on her thumb. I like that one. She has pigtails. Well, it's not a it's not a strip scene, but Selma Hayek is in uh, a, from Dust Till Dawn as Sultana. And she does the snake dance. Do you remember that one? Yes. Yeah. And These she are do. all on here. Every she, one right. that you're mentioning. She pours the booze down her leg, uh, and it goes down her her toe into. That's another Quentin Tarantino toe thing, foot thing. Because yeah. he's the one who's yes. licking her feet. You're you said correct. the wrestler, right? Yeah, did I? I think yeah, yeah. that's a really that's that's kind of what going to a real because sometimes they kind of sensationalize a little bit. I think that one's kind of legit. Dancing at the blue iguana. Right. Dancing. I don't know that movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. I know the blue oyster. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's a uh, yeah. That's, that's a gay strip club. club but... However, there is a Chippendale scene in Bachelor Party, okay. right? That's when. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, that's a yeah. footlong, <laughs> and then some. <laughs> there are uh, a lot of people texting in Magic Mike. 
Uh, so Magic Mike. Yeah. We're, we're yeah, thinking, nah, it doesn't sure. count. <laughs> it does for some people. Yes, it does. Full Monty then. Uh, any any other ones? You know there, what? That, Kathy? Magic Mike. You guys hit them all. Oh, okay. Magic Mike 13. is actually a pretty good movie. I never it, saw yeah, it. It's actually pretty good. What yeah. about Showgirls? Is that that's strippers, right? That's bro, that's uh, Vegas Showgirls. Okay. And yeah, there's a there's a ton of nudity in it. Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved by the Bell and Gina Gershon. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, anyhow, thanks for the good subject, topic. Baby. Well done. Appreciate Yay. it. Appreciate it. Uh, I did see a couple of other things that are in my junk drawer. I should oh, probably, or I can notice them. It's, it depends no, on you, well, whatever you, you want to do. Well, you told me it was this. Oh, no, we're not, we're not going to the Justine Institute. All right, no, well, I'm cool. Maybe we'll visit there tomorrow. <laughs> I have some other things. All right, so we had mentioned a couple of Instagram uh, accounts earlier. You can say goodbye to plastic surgery face filters on Instagram. With Spark AR, the company behind Instagram's new library of face filters, recently announcing that it's going to ban, quote, all effects associated with plastic surgery. That means filters that make people look as if they've had lip injections, cheek fillers, brow lifts, and other plastic surgeries will be barred. For for what reason? Although and there's 900 other ways you can do that. And some are predicting that it will also target user-generated filters like Plastica and Bad Botox. I don't um, use filters all that much on. I don't use them at all anymore. Um, no, I, I my God made sure my face looked like a bad filter. <laughs> I will like you know futz with the with the um, like the shadows and stuff like that. But like you know going to like X Pro or Valencia or whatever those filters are. I don't. I don't. So I have a friend ever. who po- every almost every single picture she posts. I mean. It looks like a. It looks fake. It Airbrush, looks like yeah. she, but it looks like she went in for plastic surgery. Yeah, there's she someone that the, I know that does it too, and I'm the same way, Kath. I'm like, don't do that. But I it's mean, so, it's so obvious. obvious. Every there's not a wrinkle on her right. face. There's not, but like she'll do weird things, like lengthen her neck Yo. or like, yeah, like it's it's stupid. It's so weird. Well, and then you see people who just look, who just take a good picture, and you're like. What filter are you using? Is that come, real? On, come on, and and, and and they're legitimately photographed that well, and they can't get anyone to believe it. Uh, it says already gone is the fix me filter, which put pen marks on a user's face like those drawn on before surgery, with notes that said "fix me" and added bruises as if they had just had a facelift. Uh, the ban is being put in place as part of what the company calls its well-being policies, and comes after Instagram last month announced a crackdown on advertising diet products to people. Uh, under age 18 and making uh, miraculous claims about their results. Yeah, just well. advertise uh, tactical stuff. Uh, yeah, right, because yeah, that's all you want to buy. Tactical glasses, tactical so, flashlights. Listen, if you want to put that stuff on your face, that's that's fine. I just think it looks kind of silly, personally. It's What's happening, much. though, and this is what they're reacting to. I think it's just sort of a, 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 a so they can put the statement out that they're doing this. A lot, and we know the story. A lot of people will go to plastic surgeons with the particular filter <laughs> and say, "Do this for yeah. real. Make yeah, me yeah. look like and, this." And so that's uh, that's what I think that might be a knee jerk response to. Yeah, I, well, I think it's unhealthy. I mean, oh, it's absolutely it's yeah. all unhealthy. But yeah. it's but I mean, you know, mm. they'll just go to another uh, app that has the uh, yeah. Somebody else might pick. They'll it do up. it on a second app and just port that into Instagram. But Instagram is uh, yeah, they're they're not going to supply that. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, let me see what else here. Let's stay with uh, with looks and appearance. An online community is convincing women that letting their hair go gray is okay, and they've now taken their message to Instagram. Uh, established in 2016, the Grombe Group. Grombe? Yes. 
As in ombre, gray, ombre. Um, so the ombre is the other. Okay, I got but, you. But with gray, says it's a global movement of women who are embracing natural undyed hair. Gombre, gombre. <laughs> it's tough. It's a bad name to say. Has 145,000 followers on Instagram, where they shared stories and photos of women choosing to embrace the gray in their hair. I have seen uh, uh, women make it work. I think for some women, it does. As with anything, on some women, so like yeah. a Marilyn Russell has gone uh, gray, oh, and it really? looks really good. It's on like her. a silver gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's that look. It looks. Uh, cool. My sister-in-law has done it, and she looks uh, sensational. And 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 I think. So that's all. That's all. Uh, I think you can do it if you're like if you're, the majority of your hair is gray. Like I find like if I were to try to do, I just have like patches of gray. It looks stupid. I would wait, do like wait, Pierre just, does, Kathy, and just have a like a, a like a gray strip right down the middle of your hair, like a skunk. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so so if you were to not have your hair dyed, we'd see a little bit of gray here and there. Like I get it at at the roots. Like kind actually, like Preston, me? like kind of how you have it. That that's yeah. exactly what it would be. So. The grays come in around the, so the bold patches, right? So stupid, I think is what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, knowing me, I'd probably dye my hair if I could. I, I can't because I have an allergy to the to the hair dye. Yeah. Uh, I used to do it to my beard because the beard didn't match my hair at all. It's starting to blend together Couldn't now. do match the drapes? Uh, but it, um, I, yeah. You would break out and stuff. Oh, my God. No, pain. I think, like, though. Very horrible, like almost blisters. I told you, though, I found a vegetable dye. That's what yeah. I use on my eyebrows. Do you want to dye your vegetables? I'm too. I'm too late in the game. I think it would you're, look you're weird. Just, you're fine with it. All now. of a sudden, I showed up and found a view. <laughs> Woo! It, it works uh, in yeah. the boardroom and the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, you have gray in your temples, yep. which is uh, distinguished. You have you keep your uh, your beard close cropped. Yes. Uh, it 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 is a it, so it, it works. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, in some people, it just screams. I'm old. But maybe I'll try that, Kathy. Right. Can you get that for or do you give me the name and I'll uh um, where do you pick it up? I'll have to ask the eyebrow king. Oh, oh. <laughs> why did you ask? I can't why afford are you it. asking me? I'm I the eyebrow king. I can't afford the eyebrow king. But I can I'll ask him. You must him be her twelve thirty seven exactly. <laughs> I'll ask him the name of the die. I'm sure we okay. could get it somewhere. I'm working with someone right now. Could you make my eyes a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> he has a strange voice, but he's a nice man. No, it's all about Google. <laughs> Posted a new photo on Instagram. Yes, he did. All right. Yeah. How many likes does it have yet? Thir- uh, 13. 13 likes. Ben's in the radio. On Let's the go. Up. Let's right. drive that number up. I was going to ask you guys if you uh, what you thought of Jackie Bam Bam's hair lately because he will do. He has half, half dyed and then half, I believe, just let in the gray come in naturally. Uh, and Jackie's obviously a really distinctive looking person, but yeah. I, I think it looks cool on him. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like what... Um, Joe Perry was doing, and then maybe even Steven Tyler a little bit. It's it's a little odd, but I think it looks good on Jackie. I think that's actually well. So, so like when I was in high school, I had like salt and pepper hair. It started to go a little bit, but this isn't salt and pepper. I this think is he's. Like I did actually. Do you think that's actually his natural color where that's he wanted to go? That's what no. I'm wondering. No, like, I don't no. think so. No. no. Okay. Nope. No, it's all dyed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I, it looks good. I like the black. For and white. him, that yeah. looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would look ridiculous if I did that. You would look like uh, you were the star of uh, one. <laughs> Hundred and one thousand and one dollar Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corella Corella DeVille. Yeah. yeah. Uh so anyhow, uh gr- uh it says gombre here, but in another one it says grombre. Grombre it makes grombre. more sense. Gray yeah. ombre. Uh, so anyhow, uh, that's kind of a, a movement that's taking place. I don't know if it'll be a part of that or not, but I just thought I'd pass that along. All right, let me see what else I got in the junk drawer. Other stories. Stories that are short and need to be mentioned, or else they'll just wither away and end up in the trash. Steve. You're going to be conflicted on this. All right. Probably not, but I know where you stand, but this kind of speaks to you. There is now 
a version, and before you say anything, of Monopoly okay. that is Hallmark Channel themed. Mm-hmm. How about that? Everything about the game is Hallmark themed, from the collectible tokens to the seasonal board, uh, where you'd usually find Boardwalk and Park Place, you'll find Christmas Tree Farm and Holiday Bakery. Even the money in the game is emblazoned with the network's iconic white dog mascot. It will be released on the uh, the 25th this week. So I just don't like the mechanics of the game itself. Right. While I I embrace the Hallmark love and the, the, the whole deal, uh, the actual game, like I played a Simpsons version of the game. I played, I think it was a, a Star Wars version of the game. And at the core, it's still that horrible game called Monopoly. <laughs> okay, what if it was... And uh, it, though, you know... It's it looks more pleasant to look at the board, right? Like, but like, what if it was Steveopoly, and in, I still would hate it. You would, okay, yeah, I could at do the, that. At the core, it's everything. You know, it, uh, the mechanics of the game are still there. I wonder uh, if we could create a game that would that you would like. No, there's something like, I, for example, I did enjoy the game Clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, I enjoyed more tactile games. It's not that I I I, my, I have a short attention. Uh, deal, you know, my, I, I, I'm ADD, yeah. so I, I, I lose interest quickly. I would love um, games like Battleship. I did love chess, though. I have to say, I love I, playing chess as a fun, as, as a game. I would Strategy think with your games. vocabulary that Scrabble would be I, right up your alley. I know, but I, I get, I get bored. Okay. I, I, I what get, about categories? I love like I love Jeopardy. I love you know Jeopardy. So I I love that. I love those kind of games. What about Trivial Pursuit or something like that? Yes, I like Trivial Pursuit a lot. Yeah, all right, yeah. So, uh, but um, speaking of Hallmark, there is that Hallmark. I I sent it to you guys. This Hallmark uh, convention that's taking place in Jersey. The Hallmark Channel is putting it on. Lacey Chabert and a number of the people are coming from the Christmas movies. Really? Where? I I sent you a link. I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, You don't remember. You don't remember I think it's Edison? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, it's right. Northern Jersey. All right, one more oh. story here. A notorious North Carolina landmark dubbed the Can Opener hmm. may soon become just a regular old overpass. It's the bridge. Yes. Oh, what you've yeah. seen. All those trucks come through and they get the tops ripped, ripped off right of off. them. Yeah. Because it's 11 feet, 8 inches high. It's a railroad bridge. And the reason they've never fixed it. Because it's a railroad. The the train goes over it, and it's constantly being used, and to change it would be too much work. Well, they're going to change it. They right. have to. Transportation officials in Durham announced plans Friday to raise the 11-foot, 8-inch railroad bridge. It has been documented peeling the tops off uh, of trucks and other tall vehicles in dozens of viral videos, and even a documentary made about it. Uh, I, I could sit and watch that those videos mm. over and over. It's hilarious, especially the ones that just come barreling down at full speed. Oh, don't even uh, try to be cautious about it. And and you have to be... Well, they, we just saw one that Ooh. went under it. What they should have done... Well, there there, there are <laughs> rollers that you can put on the top uh, or under these things that allow... You see, you've gone into, you've gone into parking garages where they'll have a low-hanging thing and there's rollers on it. Yeah. But you can't raise it higher than the bridge it is itself. <sighs> yeah. Oh, this well, guy Okay, just... so why are they raising the bridge? I don't understand why they don't just, like, dig a trench to make it... So you, um, where's the where's the underpass locally, Nick? Where... Well, there, there's several, but the one that I've encountered several times is uh, going into Phoenixville when That's you're on it. Route 29. That's it. And uh, it, it's an optical illusion. Well, it's yeah. a sharp turn. And you're yeah. going... It's a sharp turn, and you're going downhill. So yeah. you have the, and then there's one in. Actually, there are two in Wayne. Uh, one that I tweeted about, uh, or, to, or the Radnor Police Department tweeted about, and I retweeted um, maybe two or three weeks ago. 
is the train tracks underneath um, the R5 or, you know, the, the Paley Thornton line. And then there's one uh, oh, yeah, fur- further down um, where it happens as well on King of Prussia Road. There's one, I, maybe it's the same one you're talking about. It's right before you turn on to, I think it's like at the end of Lancaster, right before you turn on to, maybe is it 252? There are, mm-hmm. Well, that one too, on 252. That one's. That, and that's the, you know, it's, they used to be called the R5 and now it's the Paoli Thornton line. It's also the main line um, for Amtrak heading west. So it, it has the same problem that th- this this one that we're watching in North Carolina does. It's it's just too. It's it's yeah. a oft used train line, um, and and to do anything with those bridges bridges requires so much money and so much delay in construction. It's it's probably not worth it. So they're doing one right now on Allen's Lane up near me off of Germantown okay. Avenue, and it goes over. It is a tiny bridge over railroad tracks. This thing is oh. taking forever. Yeah, a guy came out to one of my appearances, Steve, who's working on that. Yeah, and they the uh, they're working round the clock. Yes, I see that, and, and they're not going to be finished until next summer. Yeah, because, and that's how long it takes for a smaller one. Uh, so the construction on the North Carolina Railroad Bridge, which crosses uh, South Gerson, Grayson uh, Gregson Street, uh, is scheduled from uh, actually tomorrow or no, it starts today through November fifth. Uh, and railroad records show that the new clearance height will be 12 feet 4 inches. It was 11 foot 8 inches. Uh, so it's only 8 inches taller for the purpose of improving safety and reducing damage infrastructure from vehicle strikes. Um, the mayor of the town believes 8 inches is the most they can raise it without having to reconstruct another nearby crossing. But Casey has a good question. I don't know why they couldn't dig out and, and do a, uh, a, a lower slow, road, a, a grade yeah. on the road that would go down and then back up. But there might be... There might be plumbing. There might be, you know, all kinds of things running underneath the road right. that they have to and consider And that might well. also affect the structure of the bridge. Yeah, that might. Do, exactly. Depending on how deep down those struts or whatever you want to call them go into the ground that hold that up. I don't so know. on Long Island, you have the Long Island Expressway. You have the Northern State Parkway, Southern State Parkway. Parkways don't have trucks on them, and the Expressway does. But a lot of times, truckers would come in from out of state and not be aware of that. And I don't know, Kathy, you'd probably see it periodically. Trucks wedged under overpasses. I didn't know that. So they, they can't go on the Southern State Parkway or Northern State Right. Parkway? Well, on the Parkway, so you can't have the trucks. And they, because those overpasses right. are rounded, are so, too. And they're rounded, yeah. Yeah. And you'll see trucks jammed in, and they invariably have to go in, deflate the tires. And yeah. to get out. Yeah, and take them out, yeah. yeah. By the way, North Carolina law allows commercial vehicles with heights of up to 13 feet 6 inches. So despite numerous signs and even laser-triggered signals... That give the drivers a final warning. The trestle has acquired a reputation as a truck guillotine. <laughs> it spawned a YouTube channel that's racked up millions of views since 2008. Uh, a Twitter account, an Atlas Obscura entry, plenty of news, news coverage, and a website called 11foot8.com, which uh, documents uh, collisions since the beginning of 2017. And there's about a one per month. One per month. Yeah, that happens. So where's here we have, remember, it used to be all the time. They've corrected it. But where was that guaranteed jackknife tractor trailer? You know, we, there, there's there's a couple of them. There's one that's on the... Yeah, you know years what I'm ago, about. I remember several times we had uh, either it was an overturned tractor trailer. At, at the same yeah. spot, it, just around the city. And then there's one on the way to King of Prussia Mall. There, there's definitely a, a turn if you're headed um, 
76 East and getting onto the Blue Route South. Yeah. Uh, there are signs there that show, or maybe yeah. it's just maybe it's just on 76 making that turn right after Gulf Road. That whole yeah. interchange is, yeah. uh, you know, has problems. Yeah. And Meredith, uh, who brings in our comedians from Helium all the time, she lives on a curve on a street that is, when it snows out, it's just pile up after pile up. People really? always crash their cars right, <laughs> like, in her front yard. Wow. Uh, hang on a second. Mike, who is a truck driver here, has an answer as to why a trench wouldn't work. Hey, Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning. God, Jukes. God, God Jukes. Jukes. What's up, bud? If you just dig a trench under a bridge, if you think about it, an 18-wheeler has a 53-foot trailer plus the length of the truck. So it's going to have to be that length before and after. You can't just go underneath the bridge or when right. you go down, the yeah. top's going to hit. And then, then all the water's going to sit there. Then you have to worry about. Oh, that's water, true. Yeah. You, so when it rains, drainage. you're going to have a flooding situation. Yeah. So to lower all the storm drains, and then it'll just be a mess. And the way that the the, the part of the train station figures is, you know, it's marked to go around it. Could yeah, you? Could you? You're right. You're if, right. Could you lower that, the entire town? <laughs> you might be able to yeah. do that. Right. <laughs> now that's interesting, but, Mike. Yeah, you're right. As far as they as far as they're concerned, you you should know about it, and there are other ways around. Yep. And, and you need to go find it. marked and you hit it, it's still your fault. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. All right, thanks. What, you know, though, one of the dancers had a good point that a lot of yeah. them could potentially be rental trucks. So it's like not people used to yeah. driving right. trucks yeah. that size. Well, in fact, they show that if you watch the footage, a number of them are rider trucks and yeah. yeah. U-Hauls yeah. and, and so on. Uh, you're right. This is the most involved. Our the strippers dancers, are seriously. really helping yeah. out today. <laughs> dancers know their stuff. <laughs> guys are the best. Wow. <laughs> And uh, where, what happened to Victoria and Nina? Where'd they go? Oh, they're out there. Oh, they're out there. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. Well, they can come back in whenever you want. They're working See, on a new uh, Google anti-cheating device with Ben. By the way, Sadie looks like uh, Kate Hudson. Did you notice that? The, the, yes. Very much so. What were you going to say? Well, I thought she was a, a professor. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Oh, okay. oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right. With that, we're going to take a break. But the ladies are popping on the cam. So the uh, the webcam is up and running at PressInstitute.com. Go ahead. And by the way, they have their uh, Night of the Movies 2, Delilah's 28th anniversary party tonight going big, on. Big, big, big. That's all that I have for the junk drawer. We'll come back in just a moment, and we will uh, we'll get into the B-Files. So make sure you stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa, Sunday, October 27th, the event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa, awards for top finishers in multiple age groups, and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. B-File time. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by the Bates Motel. Bates Motel in Glen Mills is the number one rated haunted attraction in America. It's designed to scare you, and it will. Get discount coupons at participating Dunkin' Donuts locations and at thebatesmotel.com. Well, even one Long Island iced tea has the potential to mess you up. But usually it's a combination of vodka, gin, rum, and triple sec that wrecks everyone from the inside out, not... (laughs) The yellow death chemical that gets oh. stirred in by mistake. Oh, oh boy. Oh. Leon Williams ordered a Long Island iced tea at uh, Club Heaven and Hell in Washington, D.C. 
By his own account, he's a man who knows his way around one, so he just needed one mouthful to know that there was something wrong with what he had been served. He said, when I first drank it, it was like, man, this ain't right. And it wasn't right. Williams noticed a bottle of Foam Bright Condenser Coil Cleaner. Holy F. A cleaning product for use in heating and cooling systems behind the bar. The product is so strong that it has earned the terrifying-sounding nickname Yellow Death. (laughs) And it's obviously not for human consumption. So why would you leave that around stuff that you're drinking? Yeah, the bar's owner said that he's the one who poured the drink, and it was an honest mistake, and he confused a bottle of Foam Bright with a bottle of totally non-toxic sour mix. He said, God is my witness, it was a mistake. Uh, Why should I have somebody poisoned? The customer comes to pay me, and I've been in this business for the longest time. Uh, Hey, sorry about that, buddy. Uh, The city's alcohol beverage control board didn't really uh, want to hear excuses. Club Heaven and Hell was fined $90,000 and has had its liquor license suspended for 90 days. Yeah, sorry about that, putting that deadly poison there in your Mm. drink. Uh, Really sorry. A model has filmed herself twerking on a burning Barcelona street as a form of expression in her protest during the Catalan independence riots. That'll show them. Uh, Sanda Kisterna, who boasts uh, 12.2 thousand Instagram followers and shows twerk classes on her social media, has gone viral with 370,000 views of her routine. In the bizarre video, scantily dressed Kisterna uh, wiggles her butt on a burning street. She shakes her body around and moves her arms above her head in the seductive and fiery routine. She got a great ass. Uh, facing onto the burnt rubble, she jiggles her body in a skippy bodysuit and drops to the floor. She moves to the beats. <laughs> Is there anything that indicates that it's a protest or are just a bunch of horny people checking it out? She captioned the clip by saying, I do not want to offend people who are out to fight for their rights. This is my form of expressing my protest. Dude, the street is on fire. Yeah. And she's out there twerking, you know, at the moment. So well, it's better than duck lips and stuff. You can yeah. see why someone might be uh, have an issue with that. She said, I'm aware that not everyone will take it well, but I have freedom of expression like everybody. There are people who are taken to the streets to participate in violence, and I want no part of it. What I saw last night in Barcelona Ah, was terrible. Twerking against violence. My city was ruined. There was uh, chaos all around. Okay, then there you go. Peaceful twerking. I'm coming around. Yes. Better Uh, living through twerking. A week of demonstrations and riots in uh, Catalonia were sparked when the Spanish Supreme Court sentenced nine Catalan separatist leaders to between nine and 13 years in prison. Do any of you ladies twerk? I would imagine. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Come on, Nia. Go for it. Do you you support Catalan independence? Yeah, we want to know. Yeah, sort of. She doesn't feel like protesting (laughs) right now. Honestly, she she realizes the impropriety of uh, protesting that way. Makes total sense. A woman has been banned from Royal Caribbean cruise ships for life after she climbed over the ship's railing and hanging on the side to try to take a dangerous selfie. Uh, the incident occurred on the Allure of the Seas. It, it was uh, nearing Labadee, Haiti. A photo was taken by a passenger, a guy named Peter Blasig, who reported the woman. Blasig says that he was on his balcony when he saw the woman climb on the railing. He decided to alert the crew. He wasn't sure what she was going to be doing. She thought, you know, maybe it was a jumper. Uh, but it turns out that the woman made the dangerous decision to climb overboard simply for a selfie. You must be out of your goddamn mind! Uh, the cruise line did not take too kindly into the stunt, later tracking her down and removing her from the vessel when it was docked in Jamaica. She was subsequently <clears throat> banned from all Royal Caribbean cruises for life. 
With the company reiterating in a statement how seriously for life they take safety. Yes. Well, you had a, you had an instance where a guy jumped off. Remember, he was with a party and jumped off from one of the balconies. He was banned for life. You had the guy who was holding his granddaughter and dropped her oh, through God. the window, yeah. and the daughter granddaughter died. She died. That was horrible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. How about something that's not so horrible to wrap up with? Let's go with. Oh, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> there are a lot. Some, sometimes I get that. I yeah. Just, Pockets of terrible stories here. Uh, let's. How about something with poop? See, oh man, I need to set a separate file for all of that. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> poop. All right, how? No, not that one either. Uh, uh, okay, here we go. I like this me? No, no, I like this one. Uh, newly released DNA test results revealed a raccoon, not a bobcat, is to blame for the ferocious attack on a woman who suffered bites to her face, leg, oh, and hand. Really? A raccoon? It also ripped off the tip of her finger. Oh! Eslyn Frey, 85 years old, and her husband told officials that they thought it was a bobcat. They thought it was a bobcat that attacked them during their morning walk. You couldn't tell the difference between a bobcat and a raccoon? But the animal vanished, leaving it unclear for uh, days precisely what kind of creature it was. Wildlife officials then arranged for hair found at the scene to be tested, ultimately showing the attacker was a raccoon. It was a bobcat wearing a mask. Experts, experts say it's common for raccoons to attack if they feel threatened or are, are protecting their young. Paul Zambrano, the owner of Bandit Wildlife Management, which tra- traps wildlife, said the attacking raccoon likely falls in two categories. He said, in my experience, raccoons can be kind of territorial. You'd be surprised about raccoons. It might have been a female and had babies nearby. Her pups were probably in the area. Or it could be a raccoon who was sick. Or a sick. Yes. <laughs> I'll let my assistant tell you what the problem is. <laughs> raccoon was sick. Thanks, Matt. Typically, they're, he says, typically they're not going to just attack you for no reason. Sick. It could be a territorial issue. Or, or could, a sick. Yeah, but it's not normal. It's not normal raccoon Bad behavior. Bad news, guys. The raccoon is sick. <laughs> no petting so today because uh, I came here. Uh, it was obvious the raccoon was sick. Uh, the raccoon, it's not normal raccoon behavior to attack for no reason or without being provoked. He said maybe the people scared it and thought that it, it had to defend itself. I've seen raccoon. Well, obviously, when a raccoon is rabid, mm-hmm. and they get very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, apparently they had uh, a sec. Uh, the pair had approached a parking lot, and some kind of animal jumped out from behind a vehicle and attacked Eslin and uh, Rupert, her husband. Oh dear, <laughs> Rupert! Quickly, it's a crazed bobcat. <laughs> oh, you crazy old bitch! It's a raccoon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rupert described the animal as a... Oh, Rupert, protect your face. ...as a black or gray large cat that was larger uh, than a... It's dip- an elephant. ...than a typical domesticated house cat. When emergency workers arrived... Uh, it's a furry octopus. Eslin was on the ground bleeding from several places from her body. Wow. Wow, well, that's a vicious raccoon attack. Rupert. Yeah, it what, is. What parents it consign a child to the name Rupert? Well, they're in their 80s, so... Yep. Right, Rupert, that right. sounds manly. Yeah, so, uh, but apparently ripped her part of her finger off. That's nuts. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you in uh, the Bizarre File for now. All right, secret text word. Let's get a winner. Uh, Kathy, give me a number caller, please. 20. What a number! Caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. If you know the secret text word... You just might win because we'll need you to be calling number 20 and tell us what that is. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Please stay with us. 
Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's see. Case, I need to flip. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I got to get a winner first. I need to go to uh, caller number 20. That's what we were looking for, the secret text word. I got Ed on the line. Hey, Ed, good morning. Oh, Durka Durka. Mm. Durka Durka. Ed, what's the secret text word, please? Smile. Smile. You got it, bud. Hang on a second. You're headed to the happy place. I got a four-pack of tickets to join us for the Preston and Steve night at the Pop-Up Phenomenon. Happy place. King Crush them all. Thursday, November 14th, 6 to 8 p.m. I've been told I can go. Oh! Yeah, I got the oh, text wow. my wife, so we have Woo! something else going on that night, but I'll be there. Uh, this interactive, immersive exhibit features more than 50,000 square feet of playful spaces and cheerful moments, and it's been called the most Instagrammable pop-up in America. Not Tic- a, yeah. Tickets are on sale now via happyplace.me. The exhibit is here through January 5th, occupying the space where J.C. Penny was inside the mall. And since we got that winner, we have a random texter uh, that's going to win as well, and that's Bill Reese, who lives in Upper Chai, Upper Chai Chester. So awesome. congratulations, Bill. You're going to go with us as well. Four pack of tickets. I don't know if you've noticed this, Preston, but the morning light really captures the dirt on the tarp in front of the windows. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have a very, very, very dirty tarp hanging over our, our window here into the studio. Spectacular. So. Uh, the one thing it does do is when you, it uh, without question, no matter what it's like outside, it's better once you step actually outside yeah. <laughs> and yeah. see what you've been missing all morning long. So at least we got that going for us. All right, so today's lesson question pair movie tickets from Fandango is what we're going to give away. And here's my question for you Who is Henry Thomas's lawyer? 215 263 WMMR. Who is Henry Thomas's lawyer? Is defending him from a, uh, a DUI arrest that took place just a couple of days ago. If you were listening earlier this morning and you heard it and you know the answer, you should call us 215 263 WMMR. Time for the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we get today, Steve. What you got? Well, besides facing charges in the Varsity Blues scandal, Lori Laughlin is now being accused of attempting to bribe multiple officials at USC. Still, Laughlin thinks she can beat the charges once the court realizes just exactly how stupid her daughter is. Hey! Rob Kardashian debuting a new, thinner body after taking some time off to change his diet and give up alcohol. Rob says he feels like his old self, who unfortunately was also a douchebag. Oh, my God. And finally, actor Henry Thomas, who played Elliot in the movie E.T., getting arrested for DUI after passing out behind the wheel at an inter- intersection. Ironically, Thomas was locked up with a guy nicknamed E.T. because he likes to sodomize his cellmates. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that. I, mm. E.T. didn't do that. That's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. You ought to. I'm going to go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, who is Henry Thomas's lawyer? E.T. E.T. Of course. Hang on a second, John. 
We just got you a pair of movie tickets from Fandango. Get into the Halloween spirit with Fandango and see Stephen King's Doctor Sleep. It's October 30th, by the way. It's a week before it hits theaters exclusively through Fandango Early Access. You can get tickets to see Doctor Sleep first, and that's only on Fandango. Uh, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! <laughs> All right, brought to you by the new sp- uh, Sprint store inside Arc Telecom. Arch Telecom. Sorry about that. By Arch Telecom. Let's try this again. Right. Yeah. Brought to you by the new Sprint store Where by Arch Telecom. Uh, see Jackie Bam Bam this Saturday from 2 to 4 at the new Sprint store in the Springfield Mall. And Jackie will have his prize coffin with loads of goodies as well as the best deals on phone plans for the entire family. Uh, that's this Saturday at uh, Sprint in the Springfield Mall. You should go by see him, Case. I will not be uh, in town. I'll be living oh. in uh, Buffalo. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be with a band <laughs> Kick your <laughs> ass. I'll be you outside and kick your ass. Look for me in the end zone. <laughs> Flea got married. He married fashion designer Melody Asani over the weekend. Uh, the 57-year-old rocker, whose real name is Michael Balzari, shared a photo from the wedding on Instagram, writing in an accompanying message, My life has changed forever, and I am eternally humble and grateful. The person who sees all of me and knows who I am, my wife, Melody. Congratulations, now- Mrs. Melody Balzari. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> By the way, she posted a different wedding photo on her Instagram remarking this weekend, I got to marry my best friend, surely my best collaboration to date. You are my whole heart, Flea. Uh, Flea and Asani were only engaged for about a month before walking down the aisle. Wow. Uh, this is How long na- have they been dating each that other? I, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure how long they've been seeing each other, but they got engaged and they decided to go right ahead and get married. Uh, this is Flea's second marriage. He was previously married to... Uh, Losha Zaviar, Zav- uh, with whom he shares 31-year-old daughter uh, Clara Balsheri. <laughs> uh, the bassist also has a 13-year-old daughter named Sonny Bebop Balsheri uh, from his relationship with uh, model Frankie Mrs. Raider. Mrs. Balsheri. <laughs> Balsheri is, is what it is, but yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Balsheri. <laughs> Do you take Mrs. Balsheri? To be your lawfully wedded wife. She, no, Bal- her, her, but but her maiden name was was uh, full bushy. Yeah, full bushy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so. I wonder if Balls Harry and Balsaki have ever crossed paths oh, yes. in the industry. It's possible. Well, he works for Live Nation. Uh, Flea's long-awaited memoir, "Acid for the Children," will be released on November fifth. By the way. Metallica has teamed up a clothing line, Billabong, on a full line of surfwear. Uh, wow, the, Billabong is still around. Yeah, the board shorts and bikini maker will roll out the collection in five installments between now and March 2020 with each set pattern after one of the band's classic albums. It's funny, you know, over the years, Preston, like um, like uh, uh, skateboarding gear became mainstream gear. Surf gear, Billabong stuff became mainstream for a while. 
some of these sports will permeate just general. Yeah, and then they go yeah. out of fashion. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you see Bill had like a resurgence. Yeah, you see it all over the place. It is, uh, the, this first set is based on 1991's Black Album. Uh, Kirk Hammett commented for myself, the exhilaration of heavy metal and the exhilaration of riding a wave are one and the same. The new collaboration reflects this incredible feeling. Bassist Rob Torello, whose birthday is today, by the way, said there's a lot of rage in metal, but it's a good rage, and it's a great release, almost like surfing out in uh, the rhythm of the ocean. Uh, both he and uh, Kirk are avid surfers, so they're really into this. Uh, the collection features shirts, jackets, and hoodies in addition to board shorts and wetsuits. Uh, the Black Album Collection Touts a denim jacket for 150 bucks, T-shirt for 35, uh, board shorts for 70, and one-piece wetsuit for 350, each emblazoned with the iconic snake from the LP's cover. Uh, this is their second time uh, that they've joined forces with Billabong for a run of apparel. Ooh. A six-mile stretch of road in Perth, Australia, is set to be closed off next year to make way for a tribute to legendary ACDC singer Bon Scott. The busy Canning Highway will be shut for 10 hours on March 1st to be transformed for the appropriately called Highway to Hell. And the free event will see a wide range of artists from ACDC tribute bands to the Perth Symphony Orchestra play their versions of ACDC classics from the back of con- of a convoy of flatbed trucks and trailers. Traveling down the highway? Yeah. Wow. So how, how does one experience that if it's on a moving vehicle? Fans and families are being encouraged to either have picnics on the side of the road and watch as the artists march by or follow the procession as it makes its way down the road. Because they're not driving like at 60 miles an hour. Yeah, so it's going to be like a parade. A, a parade, exactly. So... It's a cool idea. Uh, there will also be free outdoor performance venues along the route, while roving performances and community choirs will keep the music going into the night. A range of other events are planned as well, and uh, that includes panel discussions, public art displays, a Let There Be Rock quiz night, a vinyl fair, and pop-up parties as well. So, uh, pretty neat idea. Uh, we're going to end with this. I love this. I showed Steve this uh, photo this morning. Uh, this files under the, uh, this will be filed under this guy's never going to live this down. Unbeknownst to the Tool fan attending Monday night's concert at L.A. Staples Center, he asked a guy to take a picture of him. <laughs> so he's standing there. He sees the, you know, the stage is really cool. And he sees this guy. He goes, hey, can you take a picture of me? Everybody's done that. Everybody's right. had somebody take a picture and you've taken a picture for somebody. Well, the guy that took the picture for him, unbeknownst to him, was Eddie Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) And Eddie's son, Wolfgang, was there with him. So Wolfgang took a picture of Eddie taking a picture of this guy. And then he popped it up on social media. He posted on Instagram writing, a guy asked my dad if he could take a picture of him with the stage behind him, having no idea who he just asked. And that... Was my favorite moment from the Tool show last night. That's hilarious. That's really funny. It's really awesome. So and he did it. That's cool. Yeah, totally. All right, and I love it. We had like uh, yesterday um, when we were visiting Pierre. I did have somebody was like, uh, uh, "Hey, can you take a can you take a picture of me and Pierre together?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, of course." And Pierre's going, "Well, that's that's Preston that you're having take uh, the picture." <laughs> of <him." laughs> I, it happens like Brent yeah. Porsche came out to our gig the other night and. Uh, 
uh, somebody wants a picture with me and just kind of taps Brent and says, here, can you take a picture? I'm like, but that's Brent Porsche right there. You, you, you want him in the picture, <laughs> right, too, right, don't right, you? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like when people do that, though. I'm like, I, I can take the picture. I also can take the picture. I don't need to be in every single one. Like, right. it makes you feel awkward. Or you're like, did you want me in your picture? Right, right. <laughs> what, if, if they do Like, what? if somebody, like, points it out. Like, like you're like, hijacking their picture. Yeah, but, like, but people have asked me to take a picture of you guys. Yeah, you know? I don't and I know that. you're just being nice and being like, hey, that's Kathy. Do you want her in the picture? But I'm like, I feel weird. Like, yeah. what if they don't want me in the picture? Yeah. They just oh. want me to don't take do a picture that. of I'll you just guys. take the picture. If they really want me in it, they'll yeah. ask me to be in it. <laughs> okay. It's like yeah. that scene with uh, with Ant-Man and Hulk in the last Avengers movie. Where he's like, you want to you get me in the picture right. as well? I'm, I'm my Ant-Man. There's there's a really a classic moment in, in the Rush documentary, Exit Sage Left. And so uh, Alex and Getty are in a, a diner, and they're being interviewed. They have the cameras there and everything. And... So Alex and Eddie, two of the three members of the band, yeah. and this woman who a server comes over and asks for Getty's autograph, and she's kind of nudging Alex out of the way, and Alex is going, "Excuse me, sir, I'm sorry, I didn't, I mean, to, uh, let me just get out of your way here." She has no idea who he is, and it's pretty classic. But that stuff like that happens all the time. Oh, oh this just in. I accidentally hit the wrong fader. All right, and that is music news. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll get to the letter of the day, tell you about your Word of the Week prize, another trip to Los Angeles, Uh, see what Pierre's got cooking for you today. So make sure you stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. The Black Keys. Greta Van Fleet. Five-finger death punch. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. It is time to wrap up our broadcast day, but uh, there's a man who will be here in moments that will take the helm and give you a wonderful cruise today, musically. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, Immortalized into the actual... Stuff of the streets of yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, absolutely. Part of the city physically Art. now. Yes. Yeah. And congratulated last night by that band. Yeah, so apparently, uh, Nick, you were there last night, yep. and uh, there was a, a video from the fellas. There was. Uh, it included uh, a really nice uh, note of congratulations from, from John, and then uh, David Bryan, and uh, Tico Torres, and they all said really nice things about Pierre, who just walked in, and then it ended with uh, Graham Nash, which was really sweet. And, wow! Yeah, it was cool. It was uh, it was a real honor to be in the same room with did, you last night. And um, go ahead. Did you know the, that uh, they were going to do that, Pierre? No, you didn't know that. They asked John um, if he might be able to come down and hang. Uh, he wasn't able to, um, and um, so it uh, it was really cool that he you know sent a video. Yeah, he had an event in Fishtown. And uh, uh, it was yeah. too far. It was just a bridge too far. Uh, it was uh, amazing, though, all day yesterday. Yeah, so we went down for the uh, for the ceremony, which was really, really cool. Everybody seemed really happy. Everybody was just beaming. It was done up so nicely. Yeah. All of you guys on the stairs and the, and the, 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 the guys in the Hooters, uh, all beaming. It was just it was fantastic. Of course, they had to track down Pierre. Everybody else was on the stairs uh, <laughs> ready to go to the pictures. Well, I was Pierre. trying to get, I, I was doing a, well, kind of doing a show. I mean, Ray was on, Jackie was on, but uh, Jackie, I'd say, Jackie, go, there's a, you know, there's a guy from the OJ. Okay. 
no, go chase him. I'd go chase him. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, but, uh, and then I felt like, oh, I got to get that person on. And we had, had to get the Geeter on. And um, and then all of a sudden they're going, you got to get over there. And I go, oh, right. And then I went over there. Was still with the microphone, yeah, the wireless and headphones. microphone and the headphones. Yeah. And it occurred to me they're taking all these pictures of the class of 2019 or whatever it is. And and the first batch of them will see me just in the headphones. Yep. <laughs> yeah. In, in typical fashion. Yeah. Sure. Radio guy to the end. It's man. appropriate. Well, and I had the I had the wireless mic and the gentleman from the OJ's was right, right. Uh, two things over. And I go and, you know. And we're talking for a little. I go, let's do a little love train right now. And can can you do some love train? He goes, love train. And then the Hooters started singing, get on the love train, love train. Awesome. I was hoping it would break out into a full spontaneous eruption, but it didn't. It didn't. But that's okay. It derailed. Yeah. Uh, uh, but how was uh, so the, the unveiling and and uh, the you know the official dedication of the plaque and everything took place? There was hundreds of people out there. It was the a mayor really cool was there. Turnout. Yeah. yeah. The mayor was there. I, I mean, it, Gamble and Huff were there. Gamble and Huff. Um, you know, Larry Magid, uh, head of Electric Factory Concerts, and uh, you know all these people who have made a lot of music in this town or been responsible for a lot of music in this town, and. Um, uh, it, it was that was very special, and then the evening was as well. Mark Goodman was the host of the evening. Man, was he a good host? Uh, yeah, he was great. He really kept it going. He's a huge fan of Philadelphia in general, and then the music scene. And he just had some cool things to say, some funny things to say. And then Matt Cord inducted you, and Matt's speech was phenomenal. Uh, and then your one thing about was Mark great. Goodman. Um, Mark Goodman was a six to ten guy here for many years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fiftieth so, anniversary that yeah. we had this this thing uh, over at the uh, was it the Foundry? What was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, he he got up and said some stuff, and he energetic and as you said, a lot of love for Philadelphia and MMR. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, I was hoping to get, and Matt agreed to uh, induct me, and that was cool. And Matt did a really nice, nice thing. Terrific almost, speech. Almost uh, started getting weepy there, and I went up and did a brief speech, um, and then. <laughs> What do you what? I'm not going to comment because it was the longest of the night. We heard the other. We heard was, that it was the longest of the night. It was, but it was uh, it was so well written. You delivered it with such passion. There were things in it that I'd heard before because I've known you for a long time. But uh, you just you you did you knocked it out of the park. It was so well done, and um, and for my money, it was the best speech of the night. There were some other really nice inductions, and and people said some cool things about family and about Philly and about the history in town. But uh, yours uh, hit home, and I thought it was really well done. Thank you. I mentioned the entire staff, including you guys, and mentioned Thank you know you. the importance of radio and uh, that um, it's not just about music, but serving the community. And that uh, uh, as a result of things like that, we might be at the smallest block party for some charity, or President Steve hosting the largest blood drive in the country and the largest food drive in the country. So, um, yeah, I, and it was, I just wanted to bring our entire staff into it, and then then I wanted to bring that person into it, and that person into it, and that person into it. You know, you did. You left uh, out uh, Jason Fahan, and I know that wasn't deliberate. Um, but I uh, was oh, sitting next dear, to him. I'm I know. Sorry. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about it. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but I, you, you thanked me. You thanked Pancake. You thanked Michael Anthony Thompson, and I'm sure you had written Jason down. And, I had. I skipped yeah. over some. I skipped over some things because Randy the. Uh, Randy Alexander kept coming by with it with a baton, going wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> 
So it's his fault. <laughs> yeah, it was totally his fault. And finally, I had to look at him and say, I'm not done yet. Yeah. Oh, oh, you I, did? Yeah, I did, yeah. Go away, and you little man. I actually did say go away. Um, but he's a lovely guy. He and, is. And he's a great guy. But and, let me speak. <laughs> but I, I'm not quite done. Um, but he, he threw me off, so I missed Jason. I'm Aww. sorry about that. Mm. No, but then uh, after you, it was the Hooters, which was cool, and their speech was, was nice and brief, and then uh, and then they performed. <laughs> <laughs> And they they uh, did two songs, and that was really cool. Yeah, it was great. Uh, nice. They did, uh, and we danced, and uh, the song about Philadelphia called "Beat Up Guitar." Uh, and Mark closed things out, and it was uh, a really cool evening. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, a little just, overwhelming at times, to be honest. But uh, really, you cool. seem you seem during the day, you know, uh, <clears throat> when they were reading the um, the proclamation and were uh, talking about your contribution, and I think as a, a gentleman and a gentleman. And I could see you, you know, it was starting to impact you a little bit. Well, there's a couple times I was, you know, I got a little uh, emotional, but you you got things to do. You got to power on. Yes. And there's a great shot of you with your shoes right by your, uh, I think it was Chuck who took it. I'm not sure. I believe he did. Of your shoes right by your plaque. Your plaque. uh, Sequin uh, Chuck Taylor low tops. Uh, that uh, we maneuvered onto the plaque, yeah. Our wow. CEO was there last night. That was cool. Caroline came in. Caroline yeah. Beasley was there. And, That's awesome because uh, she's off, to, I think, to, to London today or something. She's all mean, over the place. It was a quick. I mean, uh, I said, are you hanging? you coming by the station tomorrow? She goes, no, I'm off. I don't know where it was. London, wherever, at 6 a.m. this morning. So uh, it was very special. All our sales staff came out. Bill, of course, and Jackie uh, Bam Bam. Jackie Bam Bam, Joe Bell. Uh, it was a lovely evening. So That's thank awesome. You. Well, and very... thank you guys so much for coming down. Uh, certainly not necessary, but uh, lovely of you. It was cool. There. I was happy to be there. I was just cool. excited for you. I just tried to, to step back and take it all in, and I was very proud of the Hooters too. You know, so it was it was a lot of fun. The OJ's, uh, the OJ's. Champagne King, and uh... they sang Love Train last night. It just got me so happy. <laughs> love Train, get That's on Love Train. The best song. It is. All right. Well, uh, let's do the letters, sir. I think. Yes. Okay. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. And the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. W as in weird. All right. (laughs) And we have a couple more letters to go. Then we're giving away this trip or two to the premiere of Midway, Tuesday, November 5th in Los Angeles. And the trip includes two round-trip plane tickets, two nights hotel stay, and two tickets to the premiere. Midway opens in theaters on November 8th, mind you. Uh, Let's see what we got coming up today, Pierre. We have on the program today uh, workforce blocks of Rush that you were just referring to, Rival Sons, and Bruce Springsteen. And um, I don't know what else. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen, you had a long day yesterday. It'll all come together. It'll be an action-packed program. I believe it. All right, uh, our sponsors, I want to thank them. Uh, the President and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International and Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card, and you can bring a workout buddy with you every visit. Tomorrow on the program, ah, this is going to be cool. We are going to talk to Michael Giacchino. Uh, the composer. We were scheduled to have him today, but he's moved it till tomorrow, which is cool, so we'll do that. And in the studio tomorrow, Stallone will be here. Uh-huh. Frank, Frank Stallone <laughs> will be here in our studio. I think that, so. that's the name of the movie, too. Frank, what? I believe that is, right? I don't his, know. His movie that he's yeah, promoting. Frank Stallone. Frank, Frank Stallone. Stallone. <laughs> uh, so we'll have him. Frank's actually great. So uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. 
Line. Hear what? Don't get mad when you ask a stupid question and you get a stupid answer. Like, you spent half a day wearing sexy panties and a t-shirt around the house, and I ask you, you want to get naked? And you ask me, is sex all I think about? Yeah, it is. Next message. Today is your birthday. It's Nancy's birthday, too. Love you, Ma. Happy birthday. Next message. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's everyone pull out on me day. Can I just get to work, too? The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.